0: Life is i'm a black man trying not to get
1: caught i'm just trying to solve the puzzle like a jigsaw you know it's a big world so easy to get lost i'm just trying to solve What's going on, everybody? Your favorite Casa Negros are back for another episode of your favorite podcast. I am Josh Rogers.
2: I am Brian Hare.
1: And we are here to talk about the craziest puzzle piece ever created. That is the Mm -hmm. next of life. But particularly, we talk about all of the things that includes the perils, Uh praises, productivity, and the pomp and circumstance of being black men trying to navigate life. Brian, how are you, brother?
2: Man, it is always Always, a great, always a great day to be black.
1: Oh yes,
2: I'm just glad to be in the land of the living. If it yeah. had not been for the Lord who was on our side,
1: yes, Lord,
2: where I don't we know be? where we would be. Josh, if you if woke it up. Had
1: uh, <laughs> not. If you
2: woke up with another race, what what happened to you?
1: I cried. I'd <laughs> <At> serious tears. <laughs> I would cry serious tears. I mean, weeping, weeping and welling national Vi- teeth,
2: viola tears. <laughs> that's not not,
1: it's not coming down hitting my lip fear and tremble in my body asking god what did i
2: do to deserve (laughs) why did you forsake me
1: what listen (laughs) you said you would never leave me nor forsake me and now i feel um forsaken (laughs) yes that's Mm -hmm. the word i was gonna say forsook (laughs) for saltan Forsaken. <laughs> For
2: what's, what's in your cup, Robin?
1: Um, lemonade.
2: Oh, okay. Lime All right. juice. All right.
1: Mixer. <laughs> <laughs> Enhancer.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> what's in your mug, friend? Mm. Coffee.
2: Coffee. I'm tired, and a little something else to kind at of nine, take me to the another levels. Fifty. Man of God. You know okay. we work.
1: Okay. Yes, we, we, work. we work. We have full time
2: jobs. Full time jobs. Full time wives. Full-time kids.
1: Full-time children.
2: We are exhausted. Uh, But God.
1: but That's it. I was waiting on it, Brian. But
2: (laughs) (laughs) But God. I think you were already singing. If it had not been for the Lord (laughs) on our side. That's good. Is that
1: Helen Baylor too? It is Helen (laughs) Baylor. Yeah. (laughs) For
2: the Lord. Yes. On our side. Tell me, Brian. Tell me where. Where would I be? I want to know. I want to know. Where would I be? Then what did he do? I don't know that. I don't know that (laughs) part. Yes. Yes.
1: Because he knew I had been battered by the storm. (laughs) Oh, if it had not been. <laughs> yes lord <laughs> don't get me started
2: stir us up tonight jesus
1: stir us, stir us up jesus
2: stir us up jesus yes
1: <laughs> oh brian have you got your booster shot speaking of yeah i, this, I, I right did
2: up. i got it today okay my arm you feel? Is, uh, my arm is hurting i've been drinking a lot of water to kind of make mm-hmm. sure i'm just you know getting some things you know you take my your Tylenol. Take Tylenol i took some earlier i'm gonna take some before i go to sleep drinking a whole lot of water mm-hmm. um my arm is sore but other than that um i i think I'm good.
1: That's good. I pretty much had the same thing when I got my boost, except I was mm-hmm. sleepy. I like barely surviving in meetings type of. Oh maybe
2: sleep. that's why I'm sleepy.
1: Maybe. Yeah. That 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 exhaustion thing is real. Um last week we talked about Hallelujah night. Uh-huh. AKA Halloween. <laughs> um, you know, and you know, our perspectives on it as adults. And, you know, a lot of people is like, we feel y'all. We the church babies. Right. I heard what y'all was saying, you know, my mama didn't let us do it either. How, how did you spend Halloween? Did you give out you said you were giving out candy to the white children in your neighborhood?
2: <laughs> we gave our we gave our candy. We <laughs> gave our candy. Okay. Um I, and I think it's I think uh, uh I saw Kevin on stage post something uh basically saying like no one goes out for Halloween like church kid who couldn't do Halloween when they were younger. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> yes. So it kind of gives me joy to be able to like. Give out candy, and the thing is, we we we've lived, we've been we are on other house. Kids didn't really come down that street, so uh-huh. we didn't really. And I think we were still turning off our lights during that time, but like now uh-huh. we live in this other neighborhood, yeah, which is a little more trick or treat friendly. Lights uh-huh. is on. We giving out. I let Brooklyn hand put candy in people's baskets and everything like that. Oh, so great, great time. So we
1: forgot to turn our light off.
2: Oh, so they was knocking,
1: and somebody only one. See our neighbor. The other thing about our neighborhood though, they don't. It's not a big trick or treat neighborhood okay but one family did come and luckily we had some leftover candy from our live show
2: Okay, so I was just like,
1: bam, <laughs> here you go. Because if we didn't have that, fam, I would have be been like. Some some raisins, some <laughs> bottles of yeah, raisins. Yeah, yeah. I don't, we won't eat that over here. We didn't even have no fruit snacks in the house. <laughs> so mm. we had nothing to give. We would, we would not have had anything to give. But thankfully, <clears throat> we were able to do that. Um, Asha surprisingly didn't have me hanging out with white people in pumpkin patches this year, which I ain't complaining <laughs> about. Um, so we just kind of chilled and relaxed and, you know, didn't. Didn't didn't, didn't, um, didn't force anything or didn't do anything crazy typically like we typically do. But what I'm excited about was November one.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Specifically for two reasons. One,
2: mm-hmm.
1: all the Halloween candy was on sale. So yeah, I didn't I didn't get any. I didn't get any either. And when I went to bro, I went to the store. Today's the third.
2: Mm-hmm. I went to the
1: store yesterday to get the ingredients for some chili. I had, you know, you know, the I winter, made chili too. Winter is when you do. You know, your pots and your, mm-hmm, your, your Instapots and your Insta pots. Your stews pots
2: and, and all that and kind your of stuff. Stews yeah.
1: and your stews and your cook stuff for the week. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And I went to the section in the Walmart.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: God, God rest, God protect my soul. Walmart I, is the
2: only place that has candy, though.
1: I went to the Walmart thinking they would have some. I'm like, Kroger's gonna been and got rid of theirs.
2: Yeah, Kroger, yeah, Brother,
1: Kroger, they had two. Styrofoam black and orange cats left in this section. It was, oh God. they had cleared <laughs> that candy out. These people mm. had bought up that candy. So I didn't even get to enjoy the 50 and 75% off candy mm-hmm. because the Negroes got it all. Second thing mm. I'm excited about, okay, November 1 is that mm-hmm. it is officially Christmas season. <laughs> Oh, Lord. <laughs> Christmas is here. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas mm. everywhere we go. <laughs> yeah.
2: Jesus, help us, Lord. Silver bells. <laughs> silver
1: bells. <laughs> it's Christmas time in the city.
2: <laughs> you worshiping on that one. Ringling, I feel like. <laughs>
1: hear them sing. Soon it will be Christmas Day. (laughs) Right. City
2: sidewalks. Busy sidewalks. Goodbye.
1: Dressed in holiday style. In the air, there's a feeling of Christmas. Listen people passing hmm. children laughing many smile at the smile and on every street corner you'll hear what you gonna hear brian those silver bells
2: yeah. <laughs> stir us up lord it's so good that was the, that the uh what's that the salvation army person in the front <laughs> yeah. of the store i'm <laughs> bringing oh, them back
1: gave them a dollar in years
2: when you put in a bit tree
1: um uh, Ash wanna put it up now.
2: <laughs> and
1: so from although I am a Christmas fanatic,
2: mm-hmm. I do
1: it in phases. So right now I'm just enjoying Christmas music sporadically. Um mm-hmm. every now and then. Um and we won't be here for Thanksgiving,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but uh we probably put the trio right before Thanksgiving. So like right, right. next week. Like the, mm-hmm. the week of the fifteenth or something like that, because we're leaving like the eighteenth or something. Um, so, yeah, have y'all took y'all? We 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 have taken all the decorations out. <laughs> we just ain't started putting them up yet. <laughs>
2: uh, we have some decorations in the our trees are in the attic, okay, and some of the decorations in the attic, and we have some decorations that are in the basement. So, it's really going to depend on what color schemes mm. Lauren wants to go with, because she's bought we she changes the color schemes every year. She bought oh. a whole bunch of different. Um, types of bulbs and all that kind of stuff to go on the, the, the uh, trees, but I think she does it based off of the color of the the room. So, um, I think I know what she's going to do. But we got—I have to take the trees down from the attic, and uh, gotcha. and I, I'll probably do that at some point next week.
1: That's a good time to do it. If you buy that stuff like right after Christmas, it'd be mm-hmm. mad cheap. Um, yep. we actually—my my mom used to change colors every two years. Mm-hmm. So I just kinda went into that mode of doing every mm-hmm. just so we changed colors last year. I do want I think I want a bigger tree though. Not nothing too big because I don't have like a huge home, but mm-hmm. bigger than it's the nice little size pencil, house though. Yeah, bigger nice than size. the little pencil tree that we have. So uh, mm-hmm. we'll see. See if I find a sale? Maybe Amazon might have something for your boy for Black Friday, mm-hmm. uh, Cyber Monday, um, mm-hmm. something like that. But but I think mm-hmm. it's time for the song of the week, Brian, and it's it's on you this week. It, it is. Mm-hmm.
2: Um And it's within thing But it's not within thing Um, We'll talk all about right. it in the billboard Um, But I'm going to play this song Just because we're in a, in a celebrating mood Alright okay? Here it goes I'm not mad
1: at this I'm not mad at this <laughs> That tell these holes that I am the ace and I
0: see bitch,
2: that's just the way it goes. I be on that shit that I had you on that I don't want no more. At this time I need all my freak hoes to get down on the okay it's... Let me stop there. <laughs> but uh, you know, we got if I'm in the A. It's it's celebration in Atlanta.
1: If you want me, you can find me
2: mm. in the A. In the A. Let me me do another song. Okay. Since we're
1: here. (laughs) Since we're here. Since we're here. Since Since we're we're here. Here Here it goes. Ah. Jermaine. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I just thought about something. What you think about? Did we not tell the people how you took me on a
2: mandate Friday? <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it in, in the billboard.
1: Okay, all right. Okay, <laughs> we'll save it. I just thought that made me think about it because they, they played that song quite a bit. They did. They played Where'd all we the were? black songs.
2: <laughs> and wasn't a black person inside?
1: But us, we had, I looked to my left and there he was. I looked to my Hold right on. and there he was
2: not. Hold on, I think there's another one. Oh, that might not be it. Never mind. I'm going to turn that off. Um, okay, that was all it. right. So, that's enough, that is enough Atlanta <laughs> celebration. We
1: just, did just live me? here. That's it.
2: Yeah, did you have something you need to say?
1: I did. So, I've been on a boy what? band binge today. Mm-hmm. I was from Drew Hill to Jagged Edge to Jodeci to 112, back to Drew Hill.
2: Mm.
1: And I was listening to Tell okay.
2: them,
1: you know their most popular here. Mm-hmm. They do the jump and the hops.
2: Tell me mm-hmm.
1: what you want. There it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. was listening to some of the lyrics, paying attention to them. And one particular okay. ad lib that Cisco does, he says, do you want him or me? So, Brian, I'm asking you, is is this a song of infidelity? Is this a song of of? Because I thought the song was like, Tim, "How can I please you? How can I give you the things that you want?" But that one particular mm-hmm. line in the ad lib made me like, "Where did the other fella come from? <laughs> how was that relevant so to the song?"
2: Maybe it's okay. a they're fighting for a girl's heart. A girl's heart. And maybe she has to decide, "Do you want mm. me? Like I'm giving you all these things." Mm. is it that you want me or do you want the other person
1: mm-hmm. it's probably it's, the person that
2: was sleeping in the bed
1: oh but that was that wasn't a him
2: that Man, was a her the video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they flipped that one on us didn't they, they didn't they but I said alright girls
1: lesbian <laughs> mm. action
2: right. but I say she got good taste though <laughs> I don't blame you sis
1: <laughs> so okay that's all. I just want to know because I know you're the resident our 90's RB expert on the show yes so I wanted to bring that to you, since the same way you brought to me your confusion about two chains. I was—I mean,
2: confused. I mean, confused.
1: Brian was confusion. He did not <laughs> understand two chains' verse, and you don't want no problems. I
2: I said that the song is about you don't want no problems. He ain't said nothing about no problems. It's like not a thing about problems. But
1: it is. It talks about problems.
2: Hmm hmm
1: No. Uh, you gotta tell me.
2: You're a I, 2 chains expert.
1: I am a two-chains fan. I am a chance to rapper fan.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Two chains says, You old Petey Pablo, take your shirt off, wave right here like a helicopter. Mm-hmm. I ain't putting no up weed in my blunt. All you do is smoke tobacco. Where <laughs> did <laughs> you get them from? to said he made them. My nigga chasing bounty hunters and getting chased by that baby mama. My first tap was on my stomach. Got a pocket full of money. And a uh-huh. mindful ideas, Some of the may sound weird. Inside of the Maybach look like came out of Ikea. Rushed like diarrhea. <laughs> Yo, pot's, <laughs> no pots. No pasta. I, I. am high, Captain. I'm so high. Me and God
2: This
1: is my blessing. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is my passion.
2: Mm-hmm. School, of School of hard knocks. I take night classes. Nine classes. <laughs> I love that line, though. I love that line. That blesses me. So... <laughs>
1: You know, they're not repeating it out loud. You know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's move on because we not we not. There will be no there will be no two chain slander on this show. Not on that, this show, that's actually my favorite verse on the song. I, I it like just it. comes in so strong. You it, old it Peter Pablo take taking shirt off way my head like a helicopter. I ain't putting no weed in my blood. All you do is smoke tobacco.
2: <laughs> right.
1: It it don't the, match, thing, but- the
2: thing is It's it's a great verse It's the best verse on a song But uh-huh. it's just It don't match Unless you say he's comparing like Oh you do tobacco I do weed or something You know what I'm saying like You don't yeah. want to
1: th- Because he does well, Wait a minute Let's bring it He does give us several parallels To his life Versus the, or whoever this person He's talking to mm-hmm. So maybe That's The no problems mm-hmm. Right Do you not see my life You don't want mm-hmm. problems with me fam mm-hmm. Right i took night class at the school of hard knocks mm-hmm. you,
2: know, you know what problem I, with me? and i got the lord on my side
1: right they said inside of the maybag look Clan came at ikea i don't know what that means at all Does <laughs> that mean he has a lot of piecemeal furniture in there i don't i don't,
2: listen i don't know what that means put it, put it, put it, put it together yourself <laughs>
1: put it together myself Mm-mm. okay
2: <laughs> missing screws and
1: whatnot. <laughs> listen, <laughs> I put together a TV stand that's been put together for nine years and I send this <laughs> a pack of screws still hanging on the back of it I don't know, what don't know where they go and then it moved from three different houses and it still together to survived. So the Lord the, the Lord was with me the Lord was with me all right brother all right. <laughs> you're hand on to the, to the blessed report and talk about some black X
2: so ready let's do it all right in the midst of yeah in the midst of
0: Right
2: All right, we are here at the Bless Up Report where we shout out black people doing great black things. Oh, yeah. It is election season. So we're talking mm. about some black folks doing some great black things, being some black first, right? Pioneers and what they're doing. Oh, yeah. And yes. this comes according to the route that we have. A few people
1: oh, yeah. You said pioneer maybe make me think about Bishop Charles Harrison.
2: <laughs> Charles Harrison Mason. <laughs> yeah. Satan. So you can get out of the, mine.
1: Ooh, don't you the mind. Don't stop it. Now that will <laughs> turn me up, Brian. <laughs>
2: yes, Lord. <laughs> Go oh, ahead. yes. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, over
1: yonder in the hospital. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yes. yes, I love so that. Good.
2: Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Ooh, That's a good one. That's good. Push Go ahead, old. Brian. He's the ball. I love it i love it yes, all right sir. so according to the root tyrone gardner ken welch and ed Ganey became the first black mayors in kansas city uh kansas city kansas st petersburg florida and pittsburgh pennsylvania uh, mayor let gardner formerly a retired kansas city deputy chief focuses platform on tax relief improving public safety and support for small businesses he actually defeated the current mayor uh David Alvey with 51% of the votes. Uh, The mayor-elect Welch took home nearly 60% of the votes compared to city councilman Robert Blackman, who took home 40%. The former uh, commissioner has a strong track record creating workforce housing, which he focused on during his campaign trail. Now that he is an elected mayor, he plans to keep the same energy, the same initiative as his new administration. Last but not least, we're going to talk about Mayor-elect Ganey, which I mentioned earlier, the former mm-hmm. state representative declared that his vision as mayor consisted of uni- unity, progressive change, and pledging to make the city safer, safer, affordable, and diverse. All right. Reports from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette show he won 71% to 29% over retired Pittsburgh police officer Tony Moreno. Mm. Mm. The police officer didn't win? Jesus. Thank God. Uh, Look at God. That (laughs) is... uh, So we're going to give a quick, 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 quick bless up to these dear brothers who became the first mayor. No, but there's also a mayor in New York. Let me talk about him real quick. Mm -hmm. That was just the people, the first black mayors. We also have another mayor in New York. Let's talk about him real quick, quick, quick second. And he beat out Andrew Yang. Yeah. And he beat out, yeah, Andrew Yang, who was a um, presidential hopeful at one point. Mm -hmm. Um, So... Uh, shouts out to Eric Adams. He has been elected as the 110th mayor of New York City. Yes, sir. His victory also makes him the second black mayor elected in the city's history. Um, in a diverse city. All at, the at diversity has black... only been right.
1: two. At hundred something,
2: <laughs> At 110, it's only been two. Jesus Christ. Wow. According to the New York Times, Adams took the time to thank his supporters after it was projected. He was set to win the election and said, we are so divided right now. And we're missing the beauty of our diversity. Again, New York first, second black mayor. Today we take off the intramural jersey and we put on one jersey, Team New York. And I hopefully he doesn't be that person that tries to have so much unity that he forgets about, you know, mm. important people. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he's a former police captain. Um, he's from Brooklyn. Uh, and the current mayor Bill De Blasio tweeted and congratulated him regarding that. Bill De Blasio only won because he had a black wife. That's just just talk about that. While, while <laughs> um, that's, that's why he won. He had a black wife, and then he trotted her out there with her little afro, and um, that's what won. So, shouts out to all of these black men mayors uh, who are doing some great things. There were some other people who won. So there were some Asian mayors and stuff like that. But this is a black show. So I was a about black, black lieutenant governor in Virginia. You know, I, don't, right? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, <laughs> okay, they, uh, Virginia, uh, gr- greater conversation. You come here. You come mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because y'all did not understand the assignment at all. Republican governor at all. <laughs> and then you had this black lieutenant governor who I would bless her because she's black. <laughs> but she's like one of the black people that doesn't like black people. Mm-hmm. Like I just, it's I not a
1: bless her, like it. it. it's a bless her.
2: Yes, to bless her because she looks like up. one of the black people that don't like black. You know the black people that don't like black people. Their hair is always just so like stiff. Like you know, I I don't like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Candace Owens Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to
1: those brothers.
2: Yes, Um, we do. We do care about black women, but I'm not. I'm not shouting her out. (laughs) We're not shouting her out. We're not shouting her out. Um, So that's the bless up, and now let's go to the rest up. This is really long because um, what happened, Josh?
1: God did not stay (laughs) the hand of death. He didn't. Oh, anybody ask you where I'm going <laughs> where I'm going soon <laughs>
2: <laughs> not soon
1: <laughs> Ooh, I'm going up yonder that's what, that's what, what
2: wrote? <laughs> he wrote it anybody like you we should probably play that in before we play Ooh, that <laughs> where I'm going, <laughs> going. <laughs> where
1: I'm going yeah.
2: <laughs> if you wanna know <laughs> <laughs> It's so good in the regal. It's so good. It's <laughs> Brian, so good. Right. Who died? Who did? Okay, uh, we got a couple deaths. We got a couple deaths. For of first of all, we're gonna go Jovita Moore. Um for those that that's a good strong black name too. Jovita. Um, Jovita Moore. <laughs> yes. Chris Moore's cousin. <laughs> Chris Moore's cousin. Um for those that are outside of Atlanta, she, you know, she is a, was a big newscaster yes. in Atlanta. Started her career in Arkansas, moved over to Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, at some point was doing some news there. Later moved over here to Atlanta in 1998. I won an Emmy in 2001. Uh she's won several Emmys. Actually won 8 Emmys. Um she actually took over Monica Kaufman Pearson as the head anchor in 2012. And those again from Atlanta. You know Monica Pearson, Coffin uh, mm-hmm. Pearson was like huge for those that don't know. She was like the anchor for the longest time. Um, you know Javita Moore was had numerous awards, numerous accolades. You know so so many civic organizations and nonprofit organizations she was a part of and board of director of. Uh, unfortunately, in April 2021, we were you know, made aware and she solicited our prayers because she had some brain tumors. They did the surgeries. You know she was doing better, and then unfortunately took a turn for the worse. So. Um, we are always going to bless up Jovita Moore, a great person in Atlanta, staple in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, great black woman who did some great black things. So we do celebrate sure. her. Um President of the Fair Bankenship, because you know, we got to protect him at all costs. Mm-hmm. He's all we got. Mm-hmm. Um, the other bless up report, a blessed up person, a rest up person is Ronnie Wilson. My God. Ronnie Wilson. So he's saying, "Well, who is Ronnie Wilson? You may not have heard of Ronnie Wilson. I'm going to tell you about it. Um, Ronnie Wilson is a founding member of the famed R&B and funk group, the Gap Band. You know, he died recently in 1967. Wilson founded the group with his brothers, Charlie. You may know Charlie Wilson for those Mm -hmm. that you know. My name is Charlie. Charlie Wilson. Um, Yeah. Founded with his brothers, Oklahoma natives. Originally named the group, and this is I found this out today. I did not know this." Oklahoma group uh was named after the streets targeted in the 1921 Tulsa Race Massacre mm. Greenwood Archer and Pine Oh gap according to the group yeah mm. so according to that they their group's name was Greenwood Archer and Pine but they said it was too long so they shortened it to the Gap band It was <laughs> Yeah I think you would have been thinking like their name was Greenwood Archer and Pine like which one which so one's much Greenwood <laughs> So much confusion. Um so uh shouts out to or bless up, rest up to yeah to our dear brother Ronnie Wilson. Mm-hmm. And this is how I feel about you, Ronnie. Quick tribute to you. It's what you are. Oh yeah. Not a girl though. <laughs> You're outstanding, Ronnie. Really, really, you really, really,
1: really, really knock me out.
2: So exciting. Yeah. Take me one shot. All right. You are outstanding, Ronnie Wilson. Thank you for your contributions. Brother. to. And they were Church of God in Christ. Just to let y'all know, you know, the, the, the Wilsons were Church of God in Christ. Just yeah. a little known fact, or a little known fact, that they were Church of God in Christ. That dad was a, uh, he was up for bishop in the Church of God in Christ, but they said no. <laughs> because your children are out here singing this worldly music. <laughs> singing this worldly music. <laughs> My God, he
1: stood beside <laughs> his kids, though he, he stood did. beside
2: them, stood beside his kids, and now, now they are here. Just you know, made legendary music. I still, I'm, a, I'm a die on this hill. I still want Uncle Charlie to get on that versus stage. I still want Uncle Charlie to get on the verse. He deserves it. He I, deserves I, to be on that versus stage.
1: Is, I, I think, uh, tr- uh, Charlie Wilson versus, um. What is that man's name? Lionel Richie is the appropriate. Ooh,
2: that would be interesting. I would watch yeah. that
1: though. And and I don't think because they're like their styles are the same solo, but like coming from the Commodores and the Gap Man and having very successful solo careers and still being relevant. Well, Charlie's far more relevant than Lionel today, but mm-hmm.
2: yeah, the whites love sure. Lionel Richie.
1: They do. They, they love they him do. and the blacks love charlie wilson <laughs> <I'm>
2: black <laughs> yeah, charlie wilson dad just screams leisure charlie linen suit charlie wilson
1: sings the <laughs> intro to the black mafia family he <laughs> <show>.
2: does <laughs> at least you can wish me luck
1: <laughs> speaking of my favorite Band song is yearning for your love by
2: the way. It, oh yes yeah, my yes. Heart. uh-huh
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: that's the
1: yearning yearning for for your love. Your love. you can't keep running in and out of out my yeah,
0: It's yeah. a song,
2: man. That's a song, and you I love that he yes, it's a song, yeah. And he's featured on um computer love, like. Yeah. I wanna love you, baby. So like, good. <laughs> he sings on that song, too. So we gotta protect him at all costs. I love Charlie Wilson. Yeah, even him. though he's he's super Except
1: His the self-title song is Charlie. So, Charlie I know, Wilson. I know that thing had a chokehold on us when it came out, <laughs> but it is so
2: bad. Can we just admit how bad it yeah, is? Yeah, that wasn't a good one. What was the other one that had a chokehold on us? Um <laughs> And we're in the park, and the thing and and thing and thing and thing and thing and the and you and thing and thing and thing and thing and thing
1: and yeah and thing and thing and thing
2: and thing and thing and thing and thing rest up um, and yeah, so rest up thing and um, we do appreciate everything that you've done for us. Ronnie from New rep- Edition
1: is still alive, though, right?
2: He is okay. <laughs> okay. Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, Michael, Johnny, Johnny Ralph—they are all still alive. Ralph and and Bobby has been through some things. He is t- yet standing. Can
1: we talk about how Bobby is the out of all? We we don't trivialize <laughs> death here on the podcast. <laughs> But out of all the people who done flew up out of here that's been associated with Bobby Brown, but say it that way, Bobby is yet is yet here to tell the
2: story. he lost a wife, a daughter, and a son.
1: Bobby's like, Nope. In invincible.
2: <laughs> that should be his next album.
1: If he can if he can breathe through it that man, that man is big and cannot sing anymore. Right.
2: Okay. He just there. He's just, just there. Bobby. Just I love Bobby, Bobby. Just Brown.
1: grinding in the air.
2: Anyway, bless up to those
1: brothers, bless her to that lieutenant governor, and rest up to Ronnie and Jovita. The Jigsaw loves you all. We do. Billboard. Billboard. Let's get into it. So, I'm going to start here. Facebook (laughs) officially Mm -hmm. changes its name. We previously reported that Facebook was allegedly going to change its name in an effort to rebrand, and the new name was officially announced. Brian? What? The name is Meta. Oh, Lord. Now, didn't Ron Artest do this a few years back?
2: He did. <laughs>
1: He's already Meta World Peace.
2: He's Meta World Peace. When yeah, I think about Meta, I think about Ron Artest.
1: We don't think about Ron Artest. My, his mama named him Facebook. We gonna call him Facebook,
2: <laughs> <laughs> right? Forever,
1: <laughs> forever. I ain't going to that, Brian. Did you check Meta real quick? No, oh, no. Meta. Meta is now <laughs> the parent company overseeing the collection of brands that once fell under Facebook umbrella. Facebook, the app and social media platform. Will keep his name and become a division of Meta alongside. It's, so it's not. So it's gonna be Meta the parent, but the app is still gonna be Facebook.
2: Yeah, I think so.
1: Okay, because I'm just like I ain't. I ain't going I ain't, gon- meta. I ain't a
2: meta. No. If,
1: if I look up one day and my and that app ch- update and change to Meta, you can you you
2: get deleted. Right, I'm going back to Black Planet.
1: You better take me back to MySpace space <laughs> before you give me a better And give me a top friends. Top five. Right,
2: Oh, I would love a top friends.
1: Oh, I would love a top friends show in 2021. These, show
2: these niggas who's boss. I would show these love niggas top who, you, friends who, who you are in my life.
1: I would love a top friends in 2021. <laughs> Ooh, can, you, can we pause? Would you imagine Bruh. the carnage that would happen in 2021? Oh, yeah. these, Violence. These Choosing. kids would not know how to handle what we went Nigga, through. Depression. When, when me and my girlfriend were going through, I would change my song. Remember <laughs> my high school <laughs> sweetheart broke up. My song was called Chris Brown. Never done a say goodbye. goodbye. A good Brother, basically my space my you always knew what somebody was going through, how mm-hmm. they were feeling MySpace was on the app, when man. when the when them when, them, when, them, when them top friends change and their music mm-hmm. changed. Mm-hmm. Brother, that was a that was social media.
2: Right, but can we can we un- can we let uh, give flowers to MySpace and say MySpace. I think, in my opinion, in terms of overall functionality and just fun, MySpace was funner than Facebook.
1: Oh, absolutely.
2: I just think Facebook just they just moved better. They just had a better platform. Indeed. They did things better. It was a little more mature. Mm-hmm. Um, but give me give me that give me that the, I, the music you can put on there. Give me all I that. I feel that so like I'll if
1: MySpace could have emerged to an app, I
2: don't mm-hmm. know that
1: it would have died.
2: I no, think it I don't was think so. so
1: it was so reliable on you being on your computer uh-huh. that it because like because I don't know that what it would have looked like for me to go to your page and music start playing on an app, right? You know what I'm saying? So I think that, <laughs> think it was so reliable on you being at your laptop or your desktop that it couldn't survive. But I loved
2: the MySpace. I, love, I, I love loved I loved
1: the MySpace era.
2: Who be who be your now? That's too, too, too Who be Ooh. your top four?
1: But I kept Tom and Al Green there all the time. So so all yeah. you all all Tom, of you whoremongers understood that you're you're all replaceable with people that I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so everybody Where is Tom? was at least number three. Your top spot could have been number three in mm. my life. <laughs> yeah,
0: Tom was somewhere
1: f- enjoying these millions that he sold that freaking platform for right. and ain't studying none of us. Uh, right, he probably hang out with Mark Zuckerberg all the time. Right, <laughs> he probably somewhere on staff as his SVP. Or something. <laughs> ain't no telling. But anyway, Facebook changed his name. It ain't really nothing for us to more to talk about like that. One thing I will I will say is that um, the metaverse will. Include Horizon Worlds where you mm-hmm. can teleport to virtual environments. Now, I don't need another world where, I'm, where white people have another opportunity to be racist and prejudiced against me.
2: Right? It right. already
1: happens in reality. I don't need it in a virtual reality. Okay. So Zuckerberg-, <laughs> Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg, we don't, we don't want it. But okay, it's happening and it's coming anyway. Thinking about things um, that we're saying no to, Ice Cube said mm-hmm. hell no to the vaccine. Ice Cube has departed from the film production, oh, hell no, due to his stance on the COVID-19 vaccine, according to The Hollywood Reporter. The rap legend was reportedly asked to get vaccinated prior to the start of the production by the film's producers and decided to let the job go rather than agree to the request. The decision was allegedly, Brian, cost him nine million. That's nine M's. Mm, Um, cube was scheduled to appear alongside Jack Black. The production was scheduled to begin this winter, however, production would be pushed back because of the casting change. Brian, would you turn down the vaccine for nine mil if you were
2: Mm of cube status? Um, no, what I think cube is kind of one of those people that, like, he's going to his rationale, yeah. His rationale probably is like, you know, I'm gonna stand up for cube is probably low key like a Republican, like. Like he has those values. Um, but he cares about black people too. So it's like a weird, it's a weird thing. He might be, be like he might be whole tepish though too. Like he's real Oh, he's
1: definitely a grand riser.
2: Yeah. Um <laughs> a grand rising gangster. Like um I just feel like he not believes really in gangster.
1: conspiracy theories.
2: He does, I do believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. my thing is within that, like he has enough money to call a doctor and say, explain to me everything that's in this vaccine. Yes. He can summons doctors, for sure. Yeah. He could probably call Dr. Fauci right now. And because if you think about it, so Dr. Fauci is the one that saved Magic Johnson's life, like in terms of HIV. Uh-huh. M- Magic Johnson and Dr. Fauci are close friends. Magic Johnson and Ice Cube are close friends. So he's like one phone call away from Dr. Fauci who can explain to him what's in these vaccines, how uh-huh. they work all that stuff. We could have saved him $9 million. So to answer your question, no. Like At this point, <laughs> I'm not giving it up. And my, yeah. my thought process is if all of these air quotes important people are getting the vaccine, everyone I love is getting the vaccine, I'd rather die with y'all than live with these conspiracy theories, folks uh, who feel that the vaccine is going to kill them. I'd rather live in the world. I'd rather live in the world where we're all zombies because we took the vaccine than live in the world with all the people that didn't take the vaccine and they just run the world. No, thank you. I don't want to live with those people.
1: Reverend, you know what you just reminded me of? What? <laughs> Gladys <it's> Knight. Wow. <laughs> she said, I'd rather live in his world <laughs> than live without him in mine. <laughs> <laughs> Women ain't singing about no man like that no more. She loved that man, Brian. Right? <laughs> and Brian just said I'd, rather Brian said, I'd rather live with my people
2: <laughs> Listen.
1: than live in a world without them.
2: <laughs> right.
1: Like, Brian said he's I'm, going on that midnight train to Georgia.
2: Choo-choo. <laughs> Living on that midnight train. Ooh,
1: wait. Wait. Yeah. You just stirred my spirit. I ain't just never heard start. a connection to midnight train to Georgia like that. You didn't even know you were doing it. I didn't. And she starts talking about your city. L.A. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Proved too much for the man. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't <laughs> make it. <laughs> yes. She's Don't give me some of Auntie Gladys because you know I love Gladys and needing <laughs> them. I'll I'll be gone. I'll be gone. But no, I, uh, but no, I uh, I agree one thousand percent. Like mm-hmm. nine million dollars is probably not a lot of money for Ice Cube, but right to turn down a nine, a, a $9 million dollar bag because mm-hmm. you have some type of probably terrible, probably some Nicki Minaj level rationale mm-hmm. <laughs> about mm-hmm. not getting the vaccine mm-hmm. it's just kind of ridiculous. And at this point, like. I'm not going to... I'm in a space. I know me and you, Brown, we are believers in science. We are. Mm-hmm. Um, you just got your booster. My kids are really? some of the first kids to get their children's vaccine. They got theirs today. Mm-hmm. Um so we believe in the science. We support We, we, su- we support the science. Um, but I, I know and I can think I can speak for us both that we're not going to negatively down people who choose not to. Mm-mm. But it's it's it just makes it hard for us to to remain in that posture when we hear some of y'all rationale behind. Yeah, that's why. what it is. It's yeah, a if, 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 if it's if, it's, if it's, especially if you black, I understand mm-hmm. because there's just a general distrust with medicine, yeah. right? Yeah. that we have. I get it. But then when you start, be go- anytime you kind of go beyond that, though, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, I respect your religious choices if that's what you choose to do as well. Mm-hmm. But anytime you kind of go beyond those two, I'm just like, all right.
2: right. You say, I need to do my research. Yeah. What, you-
1: what research? Girl,
2: what are you researching? You're the
1: person that the teacher had to turn your science test over but down. What <laughs>
2: research are you doing? <laughs> right. Right. What are what you, you need these facts from?
1: Are you are you pulling up scholarly journals? Are you talking to chemists? Right. Like you know, what's what, what are you what, doing? What is happening here?
2: Can you even read?
1: I had a I had an associate of a friend tell me that they were talking to not a pharmacist, a pharmacy tech, who was mm-hmm. telling them things about the vaccine and why they shouldn't get. It. I said, "Are you talking to a farm tech? Let's <laughs> just check you out." okay they they ask you what's your last name your birthday and find your little baggie in the alphabetical (laughs) right and give it to you and give it to you at least talk to the pharmacist (laughs) my god so anyway you know ice cube I, i i hope i don't wish anything bad on you but i hope that you are being wise as you navigate life without it again we all know the vaccine doesn't save life but it does um greatly diminish side effects and the effect that it can have on you if you were to happen to, right. to contract um, and all those things. So we're, we're not going to get back on that soapbox, but shout out to Ice Cube I suppose. Um, speaking of black men that we actually love and appreciate even we in do. death, Kobe mm-hmm. Bryant. His estate is about to receive $400 million After a Coca-Cola purchase That he made uh, with Body Armor Kobe Mm -hmm. Bryant will receive The high amount of M's uh, After Coca-Cola announced on Monday That it acquired Body Armor For $5.6 billion That's
2: a billion dollars
1: Um, Kobe was Body Armor's Third largest shareholder After he invested $6 million in the company Back in 2013 Um, And then Coca-Cola bought a 15% stake In 2018 and is now purchasing the the remaining mm-hmm. 85% like shout out Jesus. to his family and shout out to people who have the, the coinage to just throw millions of dollars into investments yeah. like that um, a lot of people talk about investment in stocks and I think it's a great thing but it is mm-hmm. also beautiful when you have the privilege to like throw real money behind it Right. because that level of like when that kind of stuff happens right there
2: like mm-hmm.
1: you know you are like that's more than what that man made in his career
2: yeah, playing basketball yeah. Yeah, that's you know, it, not counting of other that.
1: endorsements, but just like we talk about basketball yeah. salary alone, that is mm-hmm. far more. You know what I'm saying? Now his family his family is already good, but his family is really good and set up um, you know, to kind of live the life. Unfortunately, he's not here to enjoy that with them, but um for sure we celebrate the level of investment and the legacy um that he had, even with that. Yeah. Speaking of I legacies, ju- go ahead. About you about say, to I something? just
2: I just fact checked you. You're absolutely correct. He's his total earnings over his career was three hundred and twenty eight million. I'm a sports analyst. Yeah, you know the things.
1: I know the things. I don't. I don't know why. you right.
2: you even questioned me? <laughs> no, I didn't question. I knew you were right, but I just wanted yeah, to no, make sure, sure people understood that it was true. So we can kind of, you know, is the, You know, is JAA? We'll, you know,
1: we'll get to that. I got, I got something. I got something there for that. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of legacies, one of our um, favorites, the Soul Train I don't mm-hmm. know if it's our favorite because Do we black do people really watch the Soul Train Awards or do we just I, appreciate I the nostalgia the Soul of Wars. Soul Train?
2: I think we appreciate the nostalgia of Soul Train and I may go back on YouTube and watch some of the performances that took place on the Soul Train stage but I can ain't watching we, the show.
1: Brian, can we put a pin right here and make a note to have a conversation on the podcast one day about how like, fragile masculinity is really a mute point when we consider the homage and the re- respect and the reverence that we have for men in the 70s. Like, literally, men were wearing thigh boots. Oh, and yeah. Disc- and, cro- and crop tops. Top. And, <laughs> and the skinniest of skinny jeans. Um, yeah. Like, balls showing everywhere. Like yeah. Basketball shorts were basically coochie cutters. Um, mm-hmm. like so I feel like I feel like we had a conversation way early about manhood, but I feel like we need, mm-hmm. to, we need to dig that one back up. I, I just want to put a pause there while it was on my brain so we're talking about Soul Train. Yeah. Right. Okay. Makes sense. Okay, let's do that. Uh, anyway, but this year's Soul Train nominees <laughs> were just announced, and her is continuing um to dominate the award show with eight nominations. The Soul Train mm-hmm. Awards were honor Maxwell and Ashanti. I, I had to pause because <laughs> I didn't realize I, did, I had to but am I reading the right things am I am I am I understanding what I read Maxwell be on with the 2021 Legend Award I, that's a stretch too if so we're gonna I, be honest I
2: mean a stretch a
1: legend
2: then he got like, like
1: two albums
2: Ascension I think what was that the name Butterfly of the album or song
1: the and it, the Black Butterfly whatever that was what's, the? Yeah, printing, what's one with Pretty Wings whatever that was and yeah. then the one he did whoo yeah, uh, that
2: one. Uh, uh, uh,
1: ooh,
2: ooh, ooh. All right, let's let's do this. We do this I'm in pretty decent
1: please. voice tonight, bro. Uh, I see. <laughs> hey, it's I'm Maxwell impressed.
2: discography.
1: Okay. I mean Maxwell
2: discography.
1: That's, that's like when they give Lauren Hill the Legend status. We love Lauren, but Miseducation <laughs> Education, Education will go down as one of the greatest albums of all time. But it does yeah. not cement her okay in right. comparison to others. But Go ahead. So he's
2: had one, two, three, four, five albums.
1: When? <laughs>
2: uh, we got when Maxwell's-, did
1: this happen?
2: <laughs> Maxwell's Urban Hang Suite. Oh, that's the one with that the
1: was- shoes on the cover.
2: Yeah, I was two times platinum. Then okay, he had I- one I- I ain't that was his heard debut.
1: I-, I remember that one.
2: Yeah, I ain't never heard of Embra. And I don't that know one that was that platinum. Is. Never heard of that. And then he had Now, what came out in 2001. Yeah, I was platinum. Never heard of that. Yeah, I Black know Summer's Hank. Night. I remember Black Summer's Night. That was one. And then he came up with Black Summer's Night again. Mm, that doesn't make any so, sense. So, Embra,
1: this cover looks familiar. But I don't know any songs off of here. Now, 100%. Lifetime. Oh, I think I know Lifetime. Lifetime. Lifetime.
2: Dun, 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 dun. It's Black Summer Night and with Pretty Wings? Mm-hmm. Uh I think, yeah, Pretty Wings, yes, that's the one that came out in two thousand
1: nine. And then Black Summer's Night Again?
2: Yeah, it came out in two thousand sixteen. I don't I don't that doesn't sound familiar to me.
1: Yeah, Summer uh, Urban Hang Sweet is that debut album with all the good stuff. Something something. Yeah. Um Remember
2: that cops come knocking on that one? Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yep, yeah,
1: that's 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 the one. That's the one that yeah. really cemented him in the culture. Oh, then fortunate to have you, girl. Want you to know you in my world. Um, I still don't think he's a legend. I mean, I think think he's great, but legend. This is a stretch. stretch. And then Ashanti is being honored as the woman of the Lady of Soul. (sighs) When did Ashanti start singing soul music? When did her voice ever become soulful? Ain't this the same woman who baby, 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 baby does for four baby, hours?
2: Baby, 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 baby. My oh, God. Why are people giving me a of these flowers? I don't like,
1: understand any of the things about this woman deserving any of these flowers.
2: Like, there's uh, <gasps> no. Uh, let me need to produce for these reasons. I want to look up and see who, who are the previous Lady of Soul winners. And, you know. Like mm. there gotta be another lady of, of soul out there that Somewhere. needs to probably.
1: Has Fantasia easy. got it yet?
2: Let's see.
1: I'd rather give Let's it to loud Jennifer <clears> over Ashanti.
2: Um, Monica was twenty twenty. Yolanda Adams 2019, I'm not it. was twenty nineteen. I'm at it. Faith Evans was twenty eighteen.
1: Okay.
2: SWV was twenty seventeen. I
1: remember that. I remember that. Mm-hmm.
2: Brandy was twenty sixteen. Jill Scott was twenty fifteen. Okay. Um, let me go so I can find the rest of the list here.
1: She don't. She don't. She don't fit in. <laughs>
2: I'm like mm, <laughs> she don't fit wow, in. Where does this um winner's list? I need to find the rest of the list. But still, they're like I'm just like that.
1: Uh, I'd rather you give I'll, it to Layla Hathaway. Like I know she's not popular, <sighs> but like we're talking about soul music. Where's Jill Scott, Angie Stone, um Indy Like I can go on.
2: <laughs> yeah. So many other people could have uh
1: what I mean. I mean, even give yeah. it to tweet over Ashanti. Oh yes, tweet. you like know I love tweet? Mm-hmm. Ashanti love tweet. though. Oh, that. was Yeah. Something. Okay. Well, Soul. Soul train people, y'all can have that. We're not gonna spend too yeah. much time on that. Well, Brian, why are you looking for that? I'm, I'm gonna go talk about. I can't find it. Another thing in music. Uh, it don't matter. She don't fit. Right. She don't fit. <laughs> and this, <laughs> and we still love and support black women. But Ashanti, we do. You don't fit, girl. This, this is not your space um right. anyway music rockefeller the founders dame Dash and Jay-Z are in a 20-year beef Jay-z was recently inducted into the rock and roll hall of Fame and during his speech he shouted out Dame dash and thanked him for his contributions Dame Dash reportedly responded by saying I am glad he said it for the culture we need to squash everything so hopefully um if that was extended um an olive branch I'll, I'll spin one back Dash went on to say, I have no beef with him if he has no beef with me. See, that's not real reconciliation. <laughs> that is not real reconciliation. <laughs> I have no beef with him if he has no beef with me. How about you just don't have no beef with him? Right. You know, uh, I mean, because even even Beyonce shouted out Latoya and Latavia in one of them awards. She said, Desert Child wouldn't have been a thing. So maybe right. Jay Z. Like, shout I mean,
2: out Barra.
1: We're not shouting out Farrah, because Farrah's still trying to find <laughs> the luggage. <laughs> we're not shouting out Farrah. We're not shouting out Farrah, Aww. fake faucet. Um, but we're glad to see reconciliation among black people. Hopefully, they can sit down and have a conversation. If if, if, if Jay-Z can get on a song with Nas, then him and Look Dame Dash it. can get together and have a conversation and reconcile the thing. Dame Dash probably just broke and need okay. and need something. Oof. I feel like that's the thing. But... Hmm. With that being said, understood next I just want to take you here for a second, Brian. They don't last long. We get <laughs> it to the point. We know you love it because it's every fan's favorite joint. These are Josh Rogers athletic abbreviations. This week on Josh Rod's Athletic Abbreviations, we want to celebrate the Atlanta Braves. Not the ones from Turner Field, but the ones in Truist Field. They moved out here to Cobb. They had to move to Cobb County (laughs) to win (laughs) win another World Series. The Major League Hmm. Baseball season has come to an end. That's something amazing, Brian. We had MLB happening. We had the WNBA happening. We had the NBA Mm -hmm. happening. And the NFL Mm -hmm. happening all at the same time. WNBA ended a couple weeks ago, and now the World Series is ending. And, but regardless of all, let just want to put y'all on, I want y'all to understand there was a lot of sports going on at the same time. And uh-huh. this is why all of us sports fanatics, all of us, you see I'm including myself, all oh, of but. us sports <laughs> fanatics we would be so sad during the summer because there'll be mm-hmm. nothing happening for us like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, this, this one is coming to an end. It's coming to an mm-hmm. end uh, because the Braves were crowned the champions. They were crowned the champions and mm-hmm. the Braves closed out the series with a shutout, 7-0. Now, let me tell you how Atlanta Sports fans have trauma around sports because we Mm -hmm. were winning six to zero and was still nervous that we might lose this game. (laughs) For real, (laughs) (laughs) because Atlanta sports team have done worse.
2: I mean, twenty-eight to three
1: Atlanta Super Bowl, (laughs) Atlanta Falcons Super Bowl. Oh, they (laughs) thought that thing was a wrap, and lo and behold,
2: (laughs) the Georgia Bulldogs, same thing.
1: God sent out the hand of death and took it away from the fathers. But he didn't do that. He showed mercy on those Braves. He, he showed did. mercy on those racist, indigenous, <laughs> indigenous, <laughs> prejudiced people. They are prejudiced against indigenous people because they still doing the Tomahawk thing, which I unfortunately participated in. <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> <I> did. <laughs> I mean, it was the influence of the whites. I was around so many white people. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I'm not used to being around that many white people. They, they infiltrated my brain. They infiltrated my brain. I was like, it was like it was an episode of Get Out. It was like an episode mm. of Get Out. Um, peer pressure. The peer pressure, but me and Brian had the privilege to attend game three. Let me just stop here and talk about how me and Brian are friends on the podcast, friends of real mm-hmm. life. The man of God we are. approached me. He came to me. You know, he was going well, to take his wife. he was going to have a date. And his wife, you know what I'm saying, I ain't gonna go into the personal business, but you know what I'm saying? She was like, I ain't gonna go, you know, not feeling best. And Brian was like, you mm-hmm. know what? I think it's not a robbery to reach out to my brother. <laughs>
2: I think it's not a robbery. It's <laughs> <a church in. laughs>
1: and he he, t- he sent me the text message and I said, Hey. If you want to take me out, I'm going to let him take me out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we met up at the house. We got in the hmm. lift. We drove on over. We were surrounded by Bruh. a a, a legion of white people. <laughs> Bruh.
2: It was just, it was not white to the left, us there.
1: White to the right. White, white, to, the white north. to the left of them. White <laughs> to the south. They were everywhere. And me and Brian were also out of the. Tens of thousands of people that were tens stadiums. of thousands. We were the only two with masks on. Only two with masks. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you how I'm gonna tell you how wide of an experience this is. Brian had me in the drizzling rain, <laughs> it was cold.
2: It was cold. He
1: had me standing up 85% of this game. I was I kept asking the man of God, I said, Where are we gonna sit at? <laughs> My was <fingers> hurt. <laughs> I had on some tennis shoes, as, as my grandma would say. Not sneakers, my tennis shoe. I had on my tennis, tennis shoes. <laughs> shoe, and my feet was still hurt. But I enjoyed the fellowship with my uh, brother. We had some over-battered, hard-fried chicken tenders.
2: That things was just so and nasty.
1: Listen, and Oof. then, oh, oh, I'm going to say that's my greater conversation. The second half of that, about our little neighbor sitting next to Oh,
2: yeah. Us, you know, Chad and him. But yeah. I enjoy my time, me Michael and Brian. Aggression.
1: You know, many people can't say they've been to a World Series. Do y'all know that the World Series is the Super Bowl and the baseball? Do y'all know <laughs> this, is this is like the finals, like an NBA, baseball. Okay. Mm-hmm. We were there. We had pretty we good
2: seats. We were there.
1: Yeah, we a pretty good seat. So beyond Ooh. the influx of caucasity, beyond the prejudiced nature of the actual Atlanta Braves <laughs> and mm-hmm. the disgrace that they still show to the indigenous people, it mm-hmm. was a great time. I had right. never been inside Truett's Field. I've been mm-hmm. to the Battery and you know mm-hmm. perused. but I've never been inside. I wish I would have gotten a pulled pork sandwich from Fox Brothers instead of those things because they cost the exact same amount. Yeah, that's neither here nor there. What I will say though is I enjoyed my time with my brother. It was great, and, I, and I appreciate it. it great time, Ish. I appreciate it.
2: No, no problem. That's what we're here for. I we're friends it. in real life, friends friends on the podcast, friends in real life.
1: Friends on the podcast, friends in real and real. Shout life. out to your
2: dad who was who was low key jealous that you was going. Oh, to so
1: jealous! <laughs> X P Saturday. How was it? What did you do? You didn't take no pictures. I was like, I had to, I had to download my entire IG story and send to the man of God because he was stressing. I ain't never been to World Series game. I would love to been at the World Series game. I was like, all right, all
2: right, sir, all right. Uh, sir. That's funny. That's hilarious. <laughs>
1: oh, anyway, with that being said, understood and accepted, Brian. We have a guest. We do with us today. A good guest. Speaking of friends, we made a new friend, and um, we, we we'll let y'all know who he is, but. In preparation, we used to tell y'all to get y'all snacks, but today we're going to tell you to get your coffee. Yes. Get your latte. Get your pumpkin mm-hmm. spice latte. Get your- yeah, I've been drinking my coffee all coffee. Latte. Get, you, get your Baileys. Get your mm. everything that you need. <laughs> get your coffee oh, yeah. all uh-huh. All the, all the uh-huh. things that you need. And let's head on down to the living room. Brian, you ready?
2: I'm so ready. Let's go. All right, we are here at The Living Room, and we have a very, very, very special guest. And we're excited, Joshua. I'm mm-hmm. excited. Are you excited?
1: I'm excited, brother.
2: I'm excited, because we love to have folks in The Living Room. We, we we don't really have too many people in The Living Room, but when we invite someone, we put out the red carpet, we have the drinks poured. We do all the things to make sure we uh, <laughs> let our guests feel welcomed and invited. So we do have a special guest here today, an entrepreneur, CEO, co-founder of Black & Bold, which is a, a great title or a great name for a business that's is within theme of what we believe here at the jigsaw podcast ultra black Uh, we do have rod johnson here in the living room so we're excited to be here with him and rod if you can introduce yourself tell the people about who you are and we'll get into the conversation
3: Absolutely. Well, first and foremost, thank you to you both uh, for having me. really appreciate the opportunity to chop it up with you all. Um, But as you introduced, I am Rod Johnson, co-founder of Black and Bold Specialty Beverages. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are a coffee roastery uh, in the middle of Iowa. (laughs) <laughs> Believe it or not, uh, there are black people in Iowa. Uh, we can get to that. Um, and, you know, we we took this love and, and passion for coffee and tea and ultimately created the business so that it serves as a, a, a means of support and resources for underserved and youth in need.
1: That's what's up. So you said there were black people in Iowa. So I've been to Des Moines once. I've been
2: to Des Moines. I've been to Cedar Rapids. I've been a few places in and,
1: Iowa, and it was me and the people that traveled with me. <laughs> we're the only black people. So, what so did you? Are you are you based in Iowa?
3: We are based in Iowa, okay. yes. Yeah. So um, my business partner, we originally grew up in Gary, Indiana. So okay. like 30 minutes outside of Chicago. That makes sense. For a lot of reasons. Uh-huh. Um, Michael Jackson being one. Michael, Michael <laughs> Jackson being one. Freddie Gibbs is another. The mm-hmm. Music Man musical. And then mm-hmm. a few other things that I, I don't want to mention because it puts my city in. And not the greatest life. Right. Um, but... But to that point, um, you know, after we graduated high school, I stayed home Mm -hmm. and graduated from Indiana University while my business partner um, completed undergrad at University of Northern Iowa, Mm -hmm. where he ultimately met his wife. uh, And after they had their first child um, and and traveling the world or traveling the states essentially for work, uh, they decided to move back to Iowa, her hometown or home state, essentially, so they can be closer to family. Uh, So that's essentially how we uh landed in iowa and uh, okay. you know we are yeah it, it's it's different <laughs> but but it, it has worked to our benefit believe it or not
2: yeah and I've, I've like i said i used to my former role my my job i had to uh supervise people in iowa so i had to one time well many times i had to fly into des moines and then drive through and go to like cedar rapids and hiawatha and then mm-hmm. drive up da- to davenport and then fly out of the airport near Davenport in uh, on the other side, was that Illinois or the other side of the of the um, of the um, of the um, of the, um, the border? So I've driven through, you know, podcasts <laughs> saved my life <laughs> uh, because if it had not been for podcasts, I wouldn't have made it. Cause I had to do a lot of driving hours from one end to the other. Um, so that's just my Iowa story. I want to throw that out there real quick. So, OK, so. Within this week, our, our podcast, what we do here, we want to help people navigate life, right? Yeah. And trying to find ways to be their better selves and things of that nature. So one thing we kind, of, a we kind of talk about here is productivity and trying to find ways to be productive in our everyday lives. And sure. We know that productivity takes on different kinds of forms. So in, in your life, uh, in your business, what does productivity look like to you?
3: Yeah. Well, well, that's, that's a great question. Fortunate for me, I own a coffee business, so mm-hmm. I have the fuel needed to, to stay productive <laughs> throughout the day. Um, that's and great. so yeah. on,
2: mark, mark, mark to us, brother. Come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: no, it, it just happened that way. Um, and, and so for, you know, I, I definitely need a, a little bit of an extra boost. Um, you know, and I, I try to limit distractions. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. throughout the day I will, um, and especially now, um, uh, I'll like, I delete social media from my phone. Um, what really prompted me to do that was the blackout that we all experienced a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Facebook and Instagram were down and I was like, you know what? This is a good right. time for me to like really just Perfect. delete that off my phone yeah. entirely. So like limiting distractions is, is, is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and being very... Um, like, like task oriented. i got so many notebooks that are full of like to do lists essentially mm-hmm. like the, because if I'm like, I right, write it down, um, then it's easier to accomplish. And there's a bit of like satisfaction when I get a chance to cross those things off my list. So mm-hmm. that's kind of like my little recipe. I mean, some good fuel, uh, in the morning with, with a good cup of coffee, I, I limit or rather eliminate as many distractions as possible.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And then I'll just hone in for about three or four hours and, and try to knock out um, however many tasks that I have uh, assigned to me for whatever given day.
1: Ben, that's that's so, and I like the fact that you said you have no books because, you know. I'm a millennial, but I'm old. And I like, you know, I like pen and paper. It's nothing like putting a pen oh, yeah. to paper. Yeah, right. There you go. Yeah, I, 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 I got, I, I, I got them all, over the, all over the place. All <laughs> over the place. All over
3: I feel seen.
1: I feel seen. <laughs> <in it. laughs> the only thing digital you know is my calendar. Because if it doesn't make the phone, then it, it's probably not gonna happen. But as far as like That's productivity, real. I gotta write it down. So let's 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 talk about, let's shift gears a tad and talk about black and bold as an or, like as a company. Like, where did the idea come from? Like, where did black... And, uh, this is Negro coffee. So we're going right, to own okay. this. is our thing. This is ours. <laughs> yeah, this is it belongs our to thing. us. It belongs to us. to okay. us. But how, how did black ownership come into fruition? And then when yeah, did it yeah. shift from, like, you know what I'm saying? Something you just wanted to do to your man, kid?
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. So we've been in business now just over three years. We launched um, our online store June 1st of 2018. So we still are a really young brand, emerging brand, but mm-hmm. still still getting our feet wet in, in yeah. so many different uh, instances. Um, but we had the idea or the idea came about maybe six or seven months prior to our initial launch. Uh, my friend, P, my, my co-founder, in um, front of 20 years gave me a call one day. I was living in Sacramento and He's like, hey man, do you drink coffee? I was like, nah, not really. I'm more of a tea guy. Um, Mm -hmm. He's like, oh well, hear me out. I got this idea. We, you know, I got I spent a lot of time in coffee shops, and fortunate for me, I had spent a lot of time in coffee shops as well, so I was familiar with the coffee culture and how people were really committed to it. And he's like, hey, I think that we could and should look into becoming roasters. You know, Mm -hmm. seeing what it would be like to be on the other side uh, of the counter, and it really just snowballed from that organic conversation um, and into the business that that we know today. Um, as it pertains to the shift from when it became just something we were doing out of Pernell's garage, he was literally just roasting beans out of his garage, a small mm-hmm. tabletop roaster that you can probably buy off Amazon um, just so that we can get uh, an idea of what it would be like to actually roast coffee. Um, it, it shifted from, you know, a, a hobby, if you will, to an actual business, maybe a year, year and a half uh, after our initial launch, so okay. I was, I was definitely still dual pathing, doing the nine to five, and then the the five to nine, um, where P had taken that that leap right away. Um, he's like, all right, if I'm going to do this, I need to be focused on this uh, entirely. So he's been uh, an entrepreneur, a, a sole entrepreneur for mm. about a year longer than I have. But I took that plunge um, entirely, leaving my, my nine to five um, earlier this year, like around January or so. And, and to that's, be totally honest with you, I was, you know, it, that pendulum was already swinging. Right, mm-hmm. I was just okay. showing up. To be right, I was just <laughs> not necessarily. I wasn't productive. Like black and bold was consuming my thoughts, and that's when I knew it was like, okay, it's time for me to really, um, not necessarily now, take this seriously because I was taking it seriously from from the beginning. But right. it's like, I'm, I, in order for this to fully realize its potential, um, I, I need. To eliminate distractions, that mm-hmm. I, I think that'll be a key thing that that'll recur through this conversation. But that distraction at the time was my nine to five, and um, I'm, I, it was the best decision that I made.
2: And I'd love to hear that because uh, we we've, we've had entrepreneurs on here uh and kind of having that conversation but we also know like social media is a thing and twitter is a thing you know like llc twitter and you know mm-hmm. <laughs> working for the man twitter and <laughs> and they pay you to, <laughs> to 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 kill your dreams to work for their dreams yeah is a thing that's you know and people kind of those that do have the nine to five get kind of you know bashed for having nine to five and then it's all the kind of things so almost i kind of love to hear how you said you had to make that decision In terms of deciding that, you know, your passion was in the product, your passion was in in that place, in that space. uh, So you decided to just shift over to um, to that place. But before I kind of go further to the next question, is do you ever what would you say to the person who is working the nine to five and but also has the passion, also has the other Mm. ideas? What do you feel that transition process should be like or any advice on that process? Yeah, uh, I,
3: I, one I, I think you'll know. You'll know when mm. it's time to to okay. make that transition. You definitely don't want to do it too early, man. You still got bills. I mean, mm. you know, most millennials got student loans. I know I'm waiting on Biden to hit the backspace mm. button on my student loans.
2: Robinette, please of, do that, sir. Yeah. <laughs> robinette we, we we're watching we're here we
3: watching right. <laughs> so you know it's like I, I gotta you still got you know responsibilities and right. so like most most people can't just take that plunge right, at, into right. entrepreneurship and so like you know just be be thoughtful you know when mm-hmm. you're I don't have a, a formula or a rule of thumb per se, but you know, the moment that you start to make more money at your side gig or your your hobby per se versus your nine to five, or at least enough to sustain your lifestyle, mm-hmm. um, or or even just take a a, a, a small cut, That's then that might be time for you to to make that transition. But it's really a, a case by case basis. It's difficult to to paint with a broad brush and be like, right, hey, right. this is the time where you need to do it because that might be too late. You probably should have been did it, right? Oh, that's good. It it, it might be too soon. So I think that you just need to be honest with yourself and really take into account whatever your responsibilities are when you are making that decision.
2: That's good. That's great information. Um, So within that being said, as far as, uh, making taking the plunge doing all that kind of stuff. Uh, the name Black and Bold, to me, it speaks to me. As, like I said earlier, it speaks to the culture, speaks to For sure. um, me. I, I can identify with the name Black and Bold. You know, As a mm-hmm. millennial, I think our generation, I, I'm not saying the past generations, I think the 60s and 70s, there's always been times when folks are Black and Bold. But I think it speaks to our generation in particular, how we wear our clothes, how we wear our hair. Black and Bold is a thing, but you have a product called Black and Bold um, and to me, this is my personal opinion, I'm, I'm going to accept anything as black and bold, um, that it was made for us, but also uh, uh, made for us, but also by us. Was there really intentionality in the, the name or was it catered to us? Or What was your intentionality uh, with it being uh, for black folks? Absolutely. So um, the short answer is Yes. Okay. Absolutely, <laughs> right. wonderful.
3: For, for us, by us, one hundred percent. I mean, I'm black. My partner's black. We 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 live and breathe this, right? Like right. We've been mm-hmm. black we drink forever. coffee. And so and and so, um, in addition to that, we were um, we are you know big hip hop fans, and yes. within the hip hop culture, there's always a good double entendre. Like that is what mm-hmm. hip hop is predicated on. we yes. mm-hmm. knew that. We we're like, all right, how can we be clever and witty, um, and and kind of play on that? And so, black and bold, not only. Represents obviously us, the culture, and who mm-hmm. we are as men, as entrepreneurs, as, as family men, etc. But it also represents the products that's in the bag, right? Yeah. Like black coffee, black mm-hmm. tea, bold tasting, and things of that nature. Well, so, yeah. Um, you know, I love when, it. When, when we heard it, or when, because I, I got to give credit to my, my business partner, he, he came up with the name. When I heard it, I was like, yeah, that, that's a good one. I, I tried to think of other ones, but this one was like, yeah, I, I think this the one. I think they, good. If, we're, if we're going to, take this plunge and and embark on this unchartered path. Um, it is indeed a, it's bold of us to do so. Mm-hmm. And, and we want our company to embody our intentionality. So um, we eventually were like, yeah, I, I think that's the one that we're going to go with. And clearly it resonates with with, with so many people and, and mm-hmm. you know, that makes me happy.
2: Definitely.
1: So is that the Basquiat crown in the, in the
0: logo
3: or like what was it? it it is inspired by that okay yeah uh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> um you know it's not it's not an exact replica but um you know if you just think about him and the way that his uh his artwork his style mm-hmm. like really had this uh like assertive like it was you 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 can tell that it is um a, a Basquiat painting that was something that we were we were drawn to and um you know it it is uh it's a an offspring. If yeah, no, you will, for sure. Of of, of Basquiat, Basquiat's um his, yeah. his main logo.
1: You know, yeah. It's I beautiful. love his I love his work. I've just I made my son read his uh his like mini children's bio and mm-hmm. uh, he, he goes around like Jean McKinley, like trying to pronounce it all <laughs> 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 with a with, with a French accent. But um, no, let's um so we talk about his for us, by us, and all these kind of things, but we also know like in the in the general world you know, white people love to have ownership of all the things, right? Mm-hmm. And specifically with coffee, you know, I'm going to be honest. My favorite white girl drink is their pumpkin spice latte. You Terrible. know, that thing <laughs> got to <that thing laughs> choke hold on me. You know, I, I, love, really? I love a good dark roast, but when fall comes, you know, mm-hmm. I just, I want to wrap up in a sweater, you know, and sit down with Sally and drink my pumpkin roast. Um, no, but, <laughs> but, but my question is though, has there been any resistance, right? Creating like this really black brand and kind of inserting yourself in this industry right this coffee yeah. this beverage industry
3: absolutely absolutely so uh, a couple of fun facts and i'll, I'll get to the main point one yeah. coffee was originated in africa and mother motherland of coffee is ethiopia educated so we already have ownership of of mm-hmm. said product essentially mm-hmm. despite how it's been co-opted by other cultures Yeah. Um, so you know th- that in and of itself gave us the license to not necessarily care about what people's perception of us in this industry because we feel some sense of ownership mm-hmm. um to, to it and, and want to make sure that we have the right amount of representation um within the industry um and you know to that we definitely have gotten some some pushback. I'm definitely not the one to read comments, but they may come across my radar every now and again. You'll see people just basically hating. Right. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. man, you know, if there was a a white and bold coffee, would you all support it? This is reverse racism. Oh, this help is,
0: us,
2: Help it, us. Man, <laughs> Do you want us to get my, some people to, in, your com- in the comments to come fight, <laughs> fight your battles? We got some goons
3: <laughs> out there <laughs> with Twitter you know, fingers. But, but to that point, I'm like, you know, then go create it. I just right? like if that's what you want to do, then go right on the head and create it and right. see if that resonates. So I I don't think that you'll be successful, but we White fortunately live in America. You can do whatever you want to
2: do. Makes milk. Milk, that's the business that milk. you want to do. <laughs>
1: because <laughs> because I, I hate a blonde <laughs> roast. I don't even I, don't, yeah. I don't even like that light
2: roast. <laughs> you know? so, Girl, yeah.
3: I, so I mean, you know, teachers on So we 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 knew that you know, especially when a name like Black and Bold, we knew that we were going to uh, get some level of resistance. But mm-hmm. I use it as fuel. Um, For sure. and uh if I've learned anything from my upbringing is to ignore the ignorant and mm-hmm. when people are being detractors and you know hating without any substance uh and, and so surface with their critique mm-hmm. it don't even really register to me so um yes, there are people out there that that don't rock with us based on how um who we are how we show up and and what we're trying to accomplish but that's not our audience so we we typically don't let that you know get us off our circle
2: right and it shouldn't right because haters always gonna hate There's always gonna be somebody um that's going to hate if you're not doing anything that's when no one can hate you because you're not doing anything you're progressing the the Mm -hmm. culture you push the culture forward and it's great to see, you know, people in spaces and, and places that we're not typically a part of. But I'm glad that you, you know, educated us on the fact of or educated our audience on the fact of it's something. we it's, it's, It was ours. Right. And they got to consider colonization and taking things and resources from, you know, native soil and, and creating it and, and saying it's their own. For uh, sure. But we, we kind of talked about the resistance, but you've also had some support, some some partnerships, which in partnerships are important with two yeah. two places and, and organizations and companies that I love. Um, because if you you know, I get all the stuff from my office and things I buy, I will shop at Target. That's why I, I, I get my <laughs> Walmart. I'm no disrespect to Walmart, we, we will take all your money, your your sponsors, all that kind of stuff. But I'm a Target <laughs> shopper. Because in certain neighborhoods that we live in, Joshua. Um, you can't go
1: to Walmart. You can't, <laughs> can't also go Walmart. to Walmart and be safe all the time.
2: Either. Right? That's a, a
1: level of safety at Target. Right. That's you got to lock your door. You know,
2: and then Walmart only had one, one <laughs> register open the whole time. Like, mm-hmm. I can't deal with that. I, I didn't got come here to, to check do.
1: myself out. I did not come right.
2: do <laughs> I don't wear a blue shirt. I, I'm not here for that. Um, but yeah, so you have some great partnerships. Target, a uh, great business who who's really progressive when it comes to as far as I'm speaking about black things and, and mm-hmm. putting money to black neighborhoods and stuff like that. But also, one of my favorite organizations or companies, that is, and Ben and Jerry's, who always wants to smoke. It's some goons back mm-hmm. there. And, <laughs> Listen, and they, want all, <laughs> they want all the smoke. <laughs> they have no cares about offending anyone. They're going to speak up uh, with yeah. the truth. But how was it um, getting these, these great partnerships? And, and, and what and on top of that, second question would be, what has been the most like mind-blowing moment um, since you started the company?
3: Absolutely. so i'll talk about them separately um, mm-hmm. because they're, they're definitely two different paths to uh securing those type of partnerships um mm-hmm. so so i'll start with target um, our initial go-to-market strategy or i say initial but um it, it really wasn't because online was the the first way that we introduced people to our brand but it was through retail distribution mm-hmm. um, we we knew that we didn't want to relegate ourselves to just having a coffee shop and in fact we don't have a brick and mortar space we're just a manufacturer of the product okay. and we send to these different um, send out to these different distribution uh, networks, essentially. Um, you know, and that's really because we wanted to allow anybody to participate in our social impact mission. Uh, we give a portion of our proceeds to those organizations and um, we want people to, regardless of where they are, to have the opportunity to be able to support these um, these nonprofits. So mm-hmm. um, we, we were very intentional about seeking out retail distribution and fortunate for us um pernell actually started his corporate career at target in minneapolis uh so it kind of gave us a peek behind the curtain as to what it would take to get on retail shelves now granted still is an uphill battle you still Mm got to get Mm -hmm. your brand in a position um you still need to uh get your 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 books and just everything in order because Mm -hmm. um you know when when these large retail networks are, are placing those orders like they don't really have a they don't have a ton of of sympathy. Like you, you're <laughs> yeah. competing with the right. Starbucks that Pete's, the caribou coffees of the world. Right, so they right. don't treat you as such. Right. Um, so we, we really need to make sure that we have fine tuned everything about um, our uh, organization prior to making that initial pitch. I mean, mm-hmm. we even changed the logo right the, mm. the the overall aesthetic of our brand um we're in version 2 of that right now because we didn't feel like it would it would have that pop on the shelves as it. it does right now so got gotcha. you okay um long story less long we were um you know we had attended a um A black business summit, a black business expo, if you will, that Mm -hmm. was uh, curated by Target and it gave us an opportunity to be introduced to the category buyer. Mm -hmm. And that was the 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 first domino uh, that fell in getting us on those shelves. And uh, at the top of 2020, um, we had announced um, our national distribution with Target, uh, where you could find our products at the time in about three hundred and fifty stores. That distribution has since grown to about Fifteen hundred stores mm-hmm. um, where you can find our products. So they they've been a phenomenal partner in supporting not only our company but other diverse entrepreneurs. Um, they 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 walk it like they talk it. all right They they want to make sure that um, they give the the right amount of exposure to. Um, to these type of businesses because that's good business. There are, especially nowadays, people are um, conscious and more deliberate in their consumer behavior and they want to shop with brands that stand for much more than selling a widget. Mm-hmm. And Target understands that um, and, and they do it in the most authentic way possible. So I, I tip my hat to them. I am very grateful for our partnership with Target because um, they put us in position to uh, reach audiences that, that we otherwise would and and having that that stamp of validation definitely does uh, tip the scale a little bit. Stop. So. <clears throat> That's Target. Um, okay. Fast forward to uh, a couple of uh, weeks ago, about just about a month ago, essentially, um, we announced our partnership with Ben and & Jerry's. And yes. so the answer to the second part of that question was, like, what's been the most mind-blowing part? It's been that. It's sweet, been working sweet, sweet. with Ben & Jerry's. Like, they are the premier social impact company. Mm-hmm. To your point, like, they yeah. want the smoke. They walk in oh, like no. they're talking. They are... <laughs> They do not shy away from talking about these no issues, and um, we were, you know, fortunate that they reached out to us um, to be a part of this new flavor, mm-hmm. um, flavor of ice cream called Changes Brewing. So, mm. um, changes, changes brewing. One, I love the name. Yeah. I mean, it's just, again, oh, yes. A back name. to the double entendre, right? <laughs> I mean, it talks about the product, but then it also. Um, References the policy that this ice cream is meant to highlight. So, um, Congresswoman Cori Bush uh, mm. has been champion, uh, championing this uh, piece of legislation called the People's Response Act. And essentially, I'm no expert on the 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 bill or anything like that. But in summation, it's basically with the intent to divest from systems that overcriminalize communities of color, Black mm-hmm. communities in particular, and meant to reinvest in the resources that are actually needed for those communities. The best analogy that I can uh, use to describe it is like when you go to the doctor; they don't uh, just give you medicine, right? Like they diagnose you. They're like, "All right, here are these tests. Here are yep. these." You know, whatever. And here, um, take two of these and call me in the morning. It's very specific to your needs. Um, mm-hmm. When I think about the criminal justice system, you don't always need to send police to take care of certain situations. You know, if someone's dealing it's with not a uh, necessary a mental... in
1: all situations. Exactly. <laughs> they're exactly. Not and they're not classically
3: trained. Exactly. At all, they're right? not qualified At all. to deal with. Um, like mental health issues and things of that nature. There's so many uh, instances where those situations go astray because you have somebody who doesn't know how to handle that, that circumstance. And this bill is meant to... Um, again, divest from that way of thinking and yeah. pour more resources into what's actually needed for those communities in particular. So, uh, the fact that we're working with Ben and Jerry's in general, the fact that the ice cream, in and of itself, tastes amazing, and it's also with the intent to highlight this um, this necessary legislation is is super dope, man. I mean, I'm I'm still in awe. People hit me up all the time, like, "Yo, Ryan, yo, I see the ice cream." It's <laughs> like. I mean, it's it's surreal the <laughs> fact that, that you can um, associate us with an organization like Ben and Jerry's and um, it, it's kind of set the 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 stage and and set our precedence as to who we want to work with going forward. Like the, the companies and partnerships that we're looking to bring to life um, yeah. now and in perpetuity, they're going to have to be uh, about something more than just. Partnering is going to have to be about like making some some real change, making some real impact, and um, I, I got to thank Ben and Jerry's for shifting the way that we we want to do business going forward.
1: That's what's up, up, man. And like my oldest son, believe it or not, at 10 loves coffee flavored ice cream. So when I first got it, I got him (laughs) a little pint and I was like, listen, we're not eating a lot of this because you already, (laughs) you're on 10 all the time anyway. Um, But it was was awesome to bring like one of his favorite flavors and let him know, like, no, this is daddy's frat brother. This is a black man. Like, it's it's all the things, right? And I can just Mm -hmm. make like representation matters. We talk about this on the podcast Mm -hmm. all the time. So while he may not be a coffee maker or whatever, but he has the idea of understanding, like, I can do whatever I want as well. And I can see myself in Target, see myself in Kroger and Publix right. and you know, all these different places. Um, but speaking of that, bringing family in, let's shift the conversation to tad. How do you balance all this, right? Being an entrepreneur, uh, being a father, having a part like all these things, how do you balance it all? Because that's a lot, uh, bro. <laughs> barely.
3: Barely. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, man, I, I got an amazing support system, right? Yeah. I mean, my, my, my lady is... She's awesome, bro. I mm-hmm. can't even like. There, there's no real words to describe that because she has been super supportive from day one. I mean, we moved from California to Iowa.
2: Oh, took so that up. Where <laughs> <and that laughs> California? <laughs> i from.
3: We were in Sacramento. And, Sacramento. And okay, and no, she, no, was, from. she was born in California, so she's like, "Yo, Shout out to, to her." Be. What? We about to we about to move. Where are you leaving me? This sunny sky's about to take me to the Midwest. Um, I mean, but just that, I, I think that speaks to you know the belief that she has in me as a partner. That, For sure, um, I, I just try to reciprocate that by by showing up and being present. You know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. when I'm at home, I'm at home. I, mm. uh, that, I i put that on the back burner i'm making sure that i am attentive and um like i said just really present for her and 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 my child because they couldn't care less about target commercials or ben and jerry's collabs <laughs> or any of that they like yeah. yo, know, let's let's watch this movie together let's you know let's go outside and let's play with the dog. so i just try to make sure that i don't compromise on that time that that we need to spend together and it's just you know just I, I I try to when I'm home I'm present. Uh right. but they also know when I'm at work I'm working though. So right. yeah, yeah, let sure. me let me make sure so that I can get this done so that I can be there for you when, in, in the ways that you need me. So um and, and she's really good about, you know, reminding me when I when I'm off balance. So mm-hmm. that they, it just Ooh, goes to, to, to speak to, you know, having a good partner is is beneficial in more ways than I can count.
2: Yeah, and, and that's <clears throat> that's good because I think what happens is oftentimes as far as I think Black people, and I think men too. I think women also have to do black people in general. We have this this need to overproduce. They say mm-hmm. that we have to work twice as hard to yeah, get black tax. They say, you know, what I'm saying, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so that that sometimes I think can interfere with relationships, interfere with our, our parenting, all that kind of stuff. So you, you kind of mentioned it as far as you know, compartmentalizing. You know, when you're at home, you're at home. But overall, how do you how do you do your time management? What does that look like?
3: Yeah, um, oh, that's good. You know, I'm, I'm still. Fine tuning that, right? I mean, I, I I live and breathe by my Outlook calendar or my Gmail calendar, essentially, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. you know, I I tell all people all the time, like, yo, my, my day ain't my day. My day is whatever mm-hmm. my calendar tells me, but I, I try to calendar those things right. out. Like, hey, I'm going to calendar time for us to go, you know, have some recreational activity mm-hmm. or um, making sure that just you know, when I see blocks of time that I can attribute to one thing or the other, I, I take full advantage of that, and right. um. So it's just you know being honest with myself, knowing how much time that is going to take me to to complete X y z tasks, but also not with the intent to overlook um you know time with family, time with friends, and you know time for myself mm-hmm. um, as well. so that's a. Uh, I just, you know, I really use my calendar. I often say to my friends, like, yo, your your phone is for much more than Instagram and taking pictures. Like, it can actually help you be productive throughout the day. And um, I I try to use every feature of my phone to make sure that I, I stay centered and stay balanced.
1: So what's next for Black and Bold?
3: Ooh, yeah, that so is, something I can't say. Yeah, something you can't say, you can't give yeah. it. Um, You know, because I, I like the element of surprise. And I definitely. I definitely want people to, like, with the Ben and Jerry's thing, I, my mama even called me. And she was like, drive? Why you ain't telling me y'all was doing this? So it's was like, right. because I want you to you know, be surprised <laughs> like everybody else. You can tell um, us. We won't tell nobody. Yeah, <laughs> it's just us. right just us. It's just <laughs> Everybody that's listening. <laughs> um, now we, 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 we do have a couple of things that's in the works. Um, you know, it, it will be with the intent to truly validate why we got into this business in the first place and that is for our youth you know i've mentioned that a couple of times that that we're doing this because we know what it's like to be in those shoes i mean we grew Mm -hmm. up in gary and we didn't come from much or or anything right i mean so um if we can you know continue to build this business um, as, as a pathway to provide some resources for that group, um, then you know that's what we're going to be looking to do. So um, I, I'll kind of give you a time frame, if you will, of when you need to be looking out for a new announcement, and that'll be around National Coffee Day next year, which right. is uh, at the end of September. We, we're working on something, and okay. uh, by that time, it should be ready for us to unveil, and, and it'll you know hope hopefully catapult our business into a, um, a, a new level, a new stratosphere.
1: Y'all heard it here. September 22.
2: <laughs> Look for all the things from Black and Bold, right? Right. A year in advance. He told us a year in advance. He told so us a year we, in advance. He, he gave us the drop. He gave us yeah. the drop. We got the exclusive. We yeah. don't know what it is, we but it's coming. It we're, we're it claiming it. we got, We got the exclusive.
3: It's coming. It's coming. And uh, you you all be very proud. I mean, it, it'll be much different than the, the type of announcements that we had before. Like we've announced with the retail distribution. We announced the yeah. NBA partnership. We announced the benefit jerry's this one is going to take uh, a different turn and but it will be intentionally to support and resource kids who
2: need it bet all right, right. so that's what's up uh, well yeah I'm, I'm glad to hear all these new things um i am i'm a coffee drinker i didn't drink as much coffee until the last couple of years um and definitely since i've been at home for the last two years Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. it's either been mimosas or coffee. It's just depending <laughs> on the day. <laughs> Sometimes both. Sometimes both. <laughs> I add some, baile- add some Bailey's to my coffee. That's a red um, cup I, as we're recording. That's all listen, I'm I, I, I have I had mimosa right here. I've been you know taking part in, you know, I was gonna say the Lord's Supper, but that's not it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I've been drinking all day. Either either coffee or or some type of thing to get me through uh, the day. Uh, so we do appreciate you for being here. Josh, oh, we, we like to play games here. Josh, do you have something? I do. Like, we have we have this thing called Culture Code, and they all, right, all, all right. and it
1: always looks different sometimes. But this time it's going to be this or that with one final question that's kind of, it's like just, you know, your your choice, right? right. So you said you were a hip-hop fan. Me and Brian are hip-hop fans. I, we I are. will put this out here. Brian is a hip-hop fan, but he's from Cali.
0: Mm-hmm. But okay. He's
1: the most New York Cali fan. <laughs> dude we've okay. ever, i've ever met so i like, like new york hip-hop no, i like don't, it don't trust any of his opinions about anything <laughs> he's, got he's got confused it. anyway um, <laughs> i like new york hip-hop i love it <laughs> so we going we gonna start here i we people always ask tupac or biggie but i'm gonna ask you jay-z or Nas. jay-z oh without oh, without, without
2: hesitation
3: <laughs> jay-z is the greatest rapper of all time
1: <laughs> he it's is
2: nice.
3: And it's not even close.
2: It's not close. It's not even
3: close. There's a Jay-Z line for everything. There's a Jay-Z song for every mood. You can play (laughs) Jay-Z at your wedding. You can play Jay-Z at a funeral. You can play (laughs) Jay-Z at a childbirth. So it's (laughs) like... and right. it, I mean beyond just his rapping ability, but his business acumen mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. the way that he moves behind the scenes, like and is really for the culture. Uh, that's why I like Hope. I like Hope because people are now privy to that. But it's like if you were listening to the lyrics, mm-hmm. he been saying it. What he say? You know, like uh, uh, when it's something I forget. That I don't want to butcher the bar, but it's like yo. Um, Man, I'm I, I forget, but I can tell you what song it is. It's on Blueprint 2. and <laughs> it is his response to Nas. that's on Blueprint 2. and he, mm. it's the, the 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 same song where he has a line: "Is it Uchi Wally Wally or is it what oh. I like? It's mm-hmm. on that same song where he's mm-hmm. like, "Yo, I I've been doing this for the culture." There's another line that's in H to the Izzo. <laughs> I do this for my culture that, mm-hmm. that from from the get go. So I think people need to to respect Hove and, and continue to give that man his flowers because he's awesome.
2: Definitely. Okay. Yeah. No. We. Well, I think we can agree with that, Brian. We, we oh, yeah. easy. I, there's. There's no <laughs> doubt in my mind that Jay Z is the greatest rapper of all time. Like yeah. it's not even close. You know, hours, like consistency, some, all this stuff.
1: And I like a lot of the new people, but I, I put Jay Z as my my number one. I, I give. <laughs> I give him that. All right. So we going Martin, this TV show. All right. Mm-hmm. Or Fresh Prince of Bel Air.
3: Martin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Easy. Easy. It's easy. Martin. Martin. <laughs> easy isn't man. It Listen, that easy? It, but that's to me though. Okay. Listen, I don't know, I, <laughs> to me, man, Martin is. I, I laugh at that like I just saw it for the first time, mm-hmm. right? I mean, the, the first three seasons of Martin are gold, mm-hmm. are comedy gold, man. <laughs> and, um, I mean, it's just so many quotables to this day. Totally. people still mm-hmm. are quoting Martin and they don't quote it, as, they don't quote the Fresh Prince as much. So I feel like that Martin is true. Really, that is true. That's true really for the culture. You know I can agree saying? with that. And I can appreciate that, uh, that brand of humor.
2: That's true. Oh. I've never heard that argument though. I've never heard the fact that the quotables, and that is absolutely yeah, true. Yeah, I, I ain't that. thought
1: about it like that, right? That's so true.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I just. Okay. All
1: right. All right. So, okay. you're in a you're you're in a clutch game. Okay. Who do, who are you trusting to, to 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 win? It's tied, right? Just imagine both of these guys in their prime: Reggie Miller or Steph Curry.
3: Oh man, uh, I gotta say, Steph Curry. Okay. And the reason for that is I told you I grew, I grew up in Gary, Indiana. So most people think that I'm a, I, I'm a Pacers fan. Right. But Gary, Indiana is 30 minutes from Chicago. I grew up oh. watching the Bulls
0: Ooh. and hating
3: the Pacers. Mm. So though I got mad respect for Reggie. <laughs> I just, I there's no, I, I don't think I'll return home if I said that I'm, I'm rooting for, for Reggie Miller. And man, and Steph is unreal, bro. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, the dude sure. is like, he pulls up from the logo and it's cash every oh. time. And he's shooting oh, yeah. like it's free throws. Mm-hmm. I've never seen anything like it. I don't think that we ever will see anything like it. He, he really changed the game. He right? did. Like, there's been a couple of people who've like changed the way that basketball is played. Mm-hmm. Steph is one of those
2: people. I would agree. I, I think MJ and then Steph were like right. I think people after MJ, everyone wanted to be like MJ, and they maybe had like a power forward here and there that kind of changed some things. But mm-hmm. Steph changed the way the NBA is. Kids nowadays are shooting threes, and everyone wants to shoot a three. He yeah. literally changed the NBA. So yo,
3: I saw a um, a, a shot chart last mm-hmm. year, and mm-hmm. they were you know saying like where shots are taken from. It was. Up close, like dunks, layups, and uh, you know, in the paint, and then three pointers. The mid range is dead. Like nobody oh, yeah. takes mid range <laughs> jumpers yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. And I attribute a lot of that to Steph.
2: Oh yeah. One final stat before we go to the next question or the next uh, this or that. So I was watching actually, a Roger Miller interview with Steph Curry, and they were saying that uh, only like five. I think the average amount of three pointers that were shot during Reggie Miller's day were like five per team. Now they shoot mm-hmm. thirty to thirty five per game. Mm-hmm. Steph go. Curry. That's Steph, Steph Curry. Curry's doing. Yep, exactly.
1: And as the resident sports expert here.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that sarcasm?
2: It is Yes. Okay, bad. I got it. <laughs>
1: String sarcasm. We 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 do a whole satire about on, on this. Like
2: Josh's <laughs> a- a- athletic abbreviation. Yeah,
1: I'm an expert. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pitching all this ESPN as we speak. It's like it's That's like dumb. the one topic in our in our group chat where I get I just get silent. Just silent. Yep, and then yeah. I, I'll jump in with something stupid like that was a basketball game. Right. Um, yeah.
2: <laughs> but about John Jam- Jam- Morant, like anything, anything, everything Jam- else.
1: Now, John ja Morant is like my, my, my first cousin, my first little cousin. You know what I'm saying? I'm Memphis born and bred. That man came in and embraced my city like it was his own. And I mm-hmm. love that dude. But uh, all right, let's go back to hip hop for a second. So we all, we stand, this, the Jigsaw podcast is also a Beyonce stand account. If we're okay. going to be honest, we, we love the queen over here. And one oh, of God. our favorite songs is We Like to Party. So okay. are you going with mm. J. Cole's feature verse? Or you go with Andre Three Stacks. <laughs>
0: Andre <laughs> Andre 3K.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and and the reason for that is one, you he only pop up what he one, so he's a mm-hmm. freaking unicorn. Sure and so is. You, you, you have to appreciate whenever he does it just yes. by the sheer volume <laughs> or lack thereof. And mm-hmm. it's just a better verse. It just it's it, a better the verse. way that he just he's just good. And I like Cole. Cole, you know, got one of the greatest albums out this year, but that three stacks verse on um Uh, On we like to party, it's it's hard, man. Like three stacks give you a good feature. Like when he was on Green Light, uh, when he was on I'm Sorry with Ti. Like three stacks is in my top five. If you can't tell how excited (laughs) I am to say that, mine too. Uh, And so, uh, yeah, definitely three stacks over Cole.
1: Wait a minute. So off season was one is one of the best albums out this year. Oh, for sure, absolutely. He, uh,
3: I mean, (laughs) what it's definitely not like Certified Lover Boy. That was a that was not it was underwhelming. How about that? Oh. Uh, um, <laughs> I, uh, there are some, a, a couple others. I mean, I, I think it goes if I were to give out. I know you didn't ask this, but if I were to give out awards, it would be a tie between the off season and um, call me if you get lost by Tyler, the creator. Mm. Okay,
2: Okay. so this is not in our questions, but I'm going to ask this. Go ahead, ask it. I kind of feel like we have a a, a similar taste for hip-hop. Who's who's in your top five? Uh,
3: Okay, so we got Hov, as I mentioned. Uh Uh, We got Andre Three Stacks. Mm -hmm. Um, We have Kendrick Lamar.
0: We're Um, friends. (laughs) We're friends. (laughs) uh,
3: This this throws people off. This is just me being (laughs) a nerd of hip-hop. I love Lupe Fiasco. Lupe's amazing. Uh, Chicago guy. And then... Uh, if I had to round out my top five, I would probably throw it to. Um, dang, it's a little difficult. Andre 3K, maybe Snoop.
2: We're friends. That, that's, that's maybe Snoop. To me, yeah. Snoop
3: got Snoop got top five greatest hip hop albums of all time in doggy style. Listen that that versus battle that he had with DMX it was very nostalgic for me. So uh, today I'll throw Snoop in my, my
2: my top five. That's good. And Snoop is t- he's 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 through the generations. He's maintained and, and brought out hits through the years. Yeah. Uh, so that Your was grandma awesome. knows Snoop. Your grandma knows Snoop. Snoop my, grandma, yeah. knows. So my grandma. has it. My, my grandma's from California so, and she has a Jerry and Smokes. So she definitely knows who Snoop. Is. <laughs> she knows. <who laughs> <is>. She <laughs> knows who Snoop is. Just out the Dorothy. I appreciate you. I love you. My grandma definitely knows who Snoop Dogg is.
1: No, I'm, she not, probably I'm, not, calls, I'm not. She calls him doggy most. dog. Snoop doggy
2: dog. She don't just say Snoop Dogg. She says Snoop uh, doggy well, dog. You
1: know, you know, yeah. our singer's gonna do the whole name. Yeah, I don't
2: know. <laughs> yeah. Yo, she 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 calls me and says, "Hey, it's your it's your grandma Dorothy Dorothy Kumar." She says her whole name, <laughs> and she signs all my birthday all my birthday cards her whole name. I'm like, oh, Grandma, yeah. I know who you are.
1: Mm-hmm. I know well, who absolutely. you are, Grandma. It's like my grandma called me, "Hey, Josh, it's your grandma. But I, yeah. I, it's pretty obvious who you are. We know.
2: You're <laughs> we know. saved in my phone. Like, I, it's okay. All
1: right. So last question, Brian. That's a great segue to the last question. Um, All right. So this one isn't a this or that. This is just, you know, a player's choice. If you mm. could listen to any album, just one Ooh. album, for the rest of your life, it's the only one you got. What is that album? Dang.
3: Man, that Ooh. is that's such a difficult question. And so, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to throw you. So, we've been, I, I've been super passionate about rap. I can talk about that all day. But if I had to listen to one album for what? the rest of my life, it'd probably be Mama's Gun by Eric Oh, we Ooh, are friends.
2: That is a good one. We are friends. <laughs> that is <laughs> a good one. I that is like, a good album. Yeah,
3: it takes you on a range of emotions. This was right after Baduism, and she was like really in her bag. She was like, mm-hmm. I mean, it got some, some joints on there. So, um,
2: Yeah, I'll probably go with Mama's Gun. That is good. That's good. I'm not mad at that at all. I'm not mad at that. I'm not not mad at that at all. That's a that's a good choice. Okay, so this is not in the. I'm sorry. You keep just questions keep coming. (laughs)
1: That's fine. I got time.
2: I I think I think our friend Chris Chris Moore. Shouts out to you. Uh, I think he said what's what's a better album. I think he probably might have already answered this. What's better, MisEducation or Mama's Gun? Mama's Gun. Yeah, okay. I'm
3: gonna go with Mama's doing. I, oh, I like that a little bit better. It's a couple of, I mean, again, Lauren, you know, she's one and done. She was, she put that out there. People was,
1: there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I, I but and I it's like a great Marvel. album, but it's, it's great. It's just, it's it. That's it.
3: it. Yeah, yeah, that was it. That was it. And I don't have anything to compare it to. And so I, I, True. it's kind of unfair to put her like to compare. Like I, I don't want to disrespect Miss Lauren Hill. I promise you, well, that this is not with that intent. But I don't think she's holding a candle to Erica. It ain't even
2: close. I, and I think that's true. I think Erykah Badu is definitely the queen of our generation in terms of that sound. And she's still here. She shows up to concerts. Yeah. On time. Was- On time. Right, right. <laughs> On time. I
3: saw I've seen Erykah Badu in concert. I used to live in Dallas, and mm-hmm. that's her hometown. And uh she was at the Bomb Factory. I don't even know if that place is still open. But, mm-hmm. man, it was, it was for her birthday, too. So she was really Ooh. showing out. Man, that was just so... That was just like a every man. It's it's indescribable, man. So yeah, yeah, Erica is is a top of my list.
2: I've seen Erica Badu four times, and it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Like it's she puts on a show, same songs, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but the show is completely different every single time, and uh, that's what's up. Um, but I I can anything else, Josh? Before we go further, no. So before we wrap up, before Brian wraps us up, man, tell the people how they can follow you and how they can
1: connect with Black and Bold.
3: Absolutely. So um, Black and Bold on all social media handles, that's B-L-K-A-N-D-B-O-L-D. You can check us out on our website, which is Mm blackandbold.com, or in your local Target, Whole Foods, Hy-Vee, grocery stores, as well as Amazon. So wherever you buy coffee, we're trying to make sure that Black and Bold is there as well.
2: That's what's up. Yes. Everybody go out there and buy, follow support you can follow and support many ways by buying but also supporting and sharing and all that kind of stuff. Let people know sure. who Black and Bold is and uh as far as buy us so please support. Please support. Please support. Uh so it was a great conversation. Uh thank you very much for joining us for the living room portion. I'm gonna ask if you can, uh you know Stay over just a little bit so we can get into some black man uh, or black. We're change to black person self care. Black person self care. We're gonna up. It's a little more, <laughs> little more. Twenty twenty one. We yep. go over to black person self care where we talk about what we do for our black selves. Is that all right? Deal. All right. Let's go. Let's, let's do it. Ooh, Ooh, hey. stop all right we are here at black person self-care where we still have the great ceo black and bold uh here with us and this is where the the part of the episode we kind of talk about as black people uh what we do to take care of our black bodies and what is something you do or a regimen that you have that i guess to take care of yourself
3: yeah. Uh, so it's, it's not necessarily a, a regimen per mm-hmm. se, but, you know, I, I surround myself with, um, you know, good people, people who, you know, care about my well-being, who my mm-hmm. I feel my energy is is, is high around. Mm-hmm. Um, I try not to welcome like negative things in my spirit. So I, I stay away from like, um, you know, I don't want to just say this, but like the, the <laughs> bad images of us. I, I, okay. I don't, I don't want to perpetuate certain stereotypes and you sure, know things sure. that I think are intentionally put out there for us. Like I try to really stray away from that. Um, um, and you know I eat good. I try mm-hmm. to you know make I eat eat balance and and stay somewhat active. And good. Um, I spend a lot of time with my daughter, man. Like my my Perfect. daughter keeps me in 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 a good state of mind, and um, you know her just overall jubilation and mm-hmm. you know carefree-ness, if you will. It's the best. Um, definitely is, is, is super encouraging and, and keeps me optimistic. So I think a combination of that keeps me in a good space.
2: That's what's up. How old yeah. is your daughter? Oh, that's, okay. Yeah,
3: she is just, uh, she turned one in July. So oh, I, okay. I'm, I'm not the guy that's going to tell you how many months. I got to get out on my fingers. <laughs> no, it's like, fine. Right. So I'm with that, maybe like uh, 19
2: months. That's cool. My daughter's one one those me. months okay, So she just it. turned two recently, a couple of uh, some couple weeks ago, so I, mm-hmm. I know she's two. I wasn't the guy that kept it with the months. Either she's one yeah. or she's two. There's no 13 yeah. months or none of that stuff. Yeah. She's either one or she's two. <laughs>
0: yeah,
3: her
2: mom is like,
3: Gerard, you need to know the months because that's how many that's, that dictates what clothes we buy. And it's like, listen, I I I, I don't want to do math right now. Right. <laughs> Does it fit? Does it Does fit? fit?
2: Does it still exactly. fit? And hey, my daughter, she's in like 18 months, she's 20 something, she's two a few years and she's still fitting, like, she's little, so. Uh, no I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Josh. I'm
1: no, you're good. <laughs> good. No, no, no. I'm, I'm letting y'all bond because I am beyond <laughs> yeah. the one and two-year-old stages yeah. and to never go back. The, the to girl never go back.
2: We're girl dads here.
1: To never go back. Yeah. All right. So, Brian, what you got going on for self-care, man?
2: Um, well, I'm still going to be on my social media. Uh, well, I'm starting the social media hiatus soon. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm okay. looking forward to that um, because I definitely, even though like this social media is not something that like depresses me, but it's something I feel like I can probably do without. For sure. Right. Um, so I'm doing that. And then um, probably just going to some sports games this weekend, you know, okay. uh, enjoying that, um, getting out of the house. And that's that's what I'm going to be doing. What about you?
1: Um, Being a soccer dad. So the season's wrapping up. And so both of my son's team are on opposite spectrums. Josh's team is 0-9. And,
2: 9.
1: and um, yeah, it's been a rough season. A rough season. Jaden's <laughs> team is nine and zero. Oh. <laughs> He's, oh, wow. He's the star. He's, the, He's star. the star. Last week they beat a team eight to uh, eight to two, and Jaden had five goalies. So you know, look at him. You know, they 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 had wow. they had her doing the thing. I, I told him man, like <laughs> you could become a superstar, so, like you can retire your father. Um, yeah, <laughs> soccer players get paid too. I know. They I know. They're the richest
2: people in in, in sports. I world.
1: know. But beyond that, bro, I am uh, training for the the food Olympics. Thanksgiving's coming up, yes, uh, so this is. <laughs> This is both season him. for me anyway. So, you know, it's just, you know, eat as much as I can before four o'clock. Like my trainers got me on no carbs up to floor, and it's hard not to, to do that. Um, but that's it, bro. That is it. Um, but everything sounds great. We like really promote self-care and self-maintenance around here. And um, Gerard, bro, we want to really appreciate you again for coming through. Blessing the mic. Um, hopefully this won't be the last time. Um, but y'all go support Black and Bold. Y'all go support, support, support. Tell them the jigs I'll send you. Just tell tell them we sent you. Tell them we sent you. Um, But if that has, if that is it, if everything's been said, understood, and accepted, Brian, we can move on. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. Let's get into it.
2: All right, we appreciate you.
1: All right, good people. We are here at the post office box, and Rodney Jenkins has delivered a leto- letter per usual. But before we get into that, I just want to let you know that you too can be featured on the podcast by writing in with your comments or your questions by sending it to jigsaw at gmail.com. They just- a S K Ask the Jigsaw gmail.com. We will possibly read your letter out loud and give you a pseudonym because we respect your privacy and your pronouns. And we're going to give you the best non professional therapeutic advice it's that you can get on Sizzly Tyson's internet. So, with that being said, understood and accepted, Brian, who do we have and what uh, do they want?
2: All right, so we do have pronouns. Uh, okay. Because uh, we do respect pronouns on the podcast. Okay. Um, pronouns, she, her.
1: Mm. So in spirit of the bless-up that we did with politicians and, you know, mm. stuff, let's, let's, let's go with Shirley Chisholm. Shirley Chisholm. <laughs> Shirley Chisholm. One of my favorite historical figures, by the way. But Shirley yeah, Chisholm.
2: Shirley Chisholm. Mm-hmm. Um I was gonna say she looked like somebody, but I can't remember what I was gonna
1: say. <laughs> I love you, now. You be careful with Shirley. I love you, Shirley Chisholm now. All Right. All right.
2: <laughs> All right let's read it. Let's read it. <laughs> All right. So Shirley Shirley Chisholm writes, Hey guys. Hey. You two are like my brothers, friends, in my head. My boyfriend okay. and I listen to the podcast weekly. We come back, we come home after work on Thursdays. Y'all shacking. All right. Uh, we come back <laughs> home after <laughs> <laughs> all right, we <We'll> come back. <laughs> we come back home after work on Thursdays and debrief on the conversation. Okay, you have us hooked. With that being said, we appreciate all the conversation, the vulnerability you two show each week. I'm glad that my boyfriend has a community and space that speaks directly to him. Mm-hmm. Okay, Yes, what's up? Thank you. That is what's up. We <laughs> love, love to hear that. Yes. keep telling us that. Okay, here are my questions. What is your inspiration for doing this every week? And what can all the puzzle pieces <laughs> expect next from the podcast and from Brian and Josh as individuals? Side question: Is it Brian and Josh or Josh and Brian? Can we call y'all J B and BJ? L O L. Hell no. <laughs> don't call me no BJ. Don't call it BJ. We are not a low job. <laughs> we are not. <laughs> hey, don't call me
1: J B. That is my daddy's name.
2: Right. Get the Literally, uh, that is his name. It's it is your name. don't
1: stand for anything. It's just J B. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you can call us neither, but go ahead and finish the question. We can answer that uh, quick. <laughs> right.
2: Anyway, thanks for providing some insight. Love y'all and love the show, Charlie, Shirley Shirley
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. He called me All no right. thing on BJ.
2: BJ, <laughs> I <laughs> get the out of here. <laughs> All um, right, Brian, you want to go? Um What, what inspires you to do the
1: podcast every
2: week, Brian? <sighs> Letters like this. People say that they, <laughs> you know, enjoy us. Um, uh, I think there's even if there's and it sounds real churchy, even if there's one person that listened to the podcast, one person that's affected, one person that we can help, you know. The word um, ain't going um, out, boy. Listen, <laughs> if there's even just one person we can help out that can yeah. give some joy to a little black boy or a little black girl. <laughs> You know, (laughs) as Richard Pennyman would say, Um, that's what we want to do. I really want to give joy to people, make people laugh. I listen to the podcast and I I laugh. um, So I'm hoping people out there just laughing and enjoying themselves. And I think with the podcast, we are literally breaking down how to navigate this thing called life Mm -hmm. as black millennials, but as black people in general. Like we have folks that are all ages, almost listen to the podcast. And we know that just being black folks, even though it's enjoyable, it can be stressful at times. And I for think sure. this show, if anything, as we're discussing the things that may stress us out, we're also discussing things that we use to um, minimize or mitigate our stress. Or uh, we talk about things in a light manner to where, even though it's something that is stressing us out, we can kind of at least laugh at those things, which is something that black people have been doing but since we got here, even probably before we got here. Um, so I'm just, I, I'm grateful for that. I think that's my inspiration uh for why we're here why we do things why i continue to show up uh, i love it i love you all of the puzzle pieces i love josh um I, I can keep going on but i'm gonna throw it back to you
1: Um, i would agree i think for just speaking from a personal perspective it is a place of joy It is a place mm. of freedom um i get behind the mic and i'm able to be vulnerable and without giving you all my business but share parts of my life and you know like to Brian's point, yeah, we help y'all navigate. But I think me
2: and sometimes me and Brian fig- we figure it out while we're on the mic. We'd be like, oh, oh yeah, snap. Oh, that was a
1: revelation. Who said that? Uh, <laughs> um, and we working
2: this up. I think I'll be working this up out before the episode, after the episode. Yeah, 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 but
1: while we're saying, and there have been times, like to Brian's point, like and maybe it's the perfectionist in me, but I go back and listen to the episodes too. And not just to critique, but just to enjoy. It. And I mm-hmm. laugh like I didn't record it. Like I wasn't in right. every moment. Or I sit back and think, like, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't sitting behind the mic with brian listening and talking about the things whatever we talk about so in addition right. to that it is people like you right who really enjoy it um so even if it was just you and your boyfriend every week like it's worth it like for, right. for you Definitely. to say that your boyfriend has told you that this has created space and community for him like yep. that's cool because i'm a i'm an avid podcast listener myself and you mm-hmm. know i'm gonna throw i'm gonna I'm give us some props brian there's not a lot of podcasts out there like ours where there's two black men being vulnerable and right. speaking on the things that we speak and There are a lot of black men hosting podcasts right? But not that I think in the way that we're doing And if they are I'm unfamiliar Right so um, I right. just want to say That I do think that we have You know built something beautiful here and I'm glad to be doing mm-hmm. it with you brother And I'm glad to um, To be providing this space for those who, who Need it who want it and who have access to it So keep sharing and keep sending it to us I think the second part you asked What do we got going on individually um, Personally Outside of my regular nine to five, I write. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can, we, we tell you every week to follow us on IG. So you can follow me on IG at I am mm-hmm. Josh Rogers. That's the best way to keep up with what I got going on personally. Um, mm-hmm. I do have a few things on my sleeve. One particular thing you can look for during black history month. Um, not going to give you those mm-hmm. details, but look for that. I think I'm really excited about working on it. I'm um, having my first real big work session um, this week to, to, to bring that to fruition and um in terms of next for the podcast me and Brian also have some really big things up our sleeves that
2: oh yeah you know oh yeah 2022 you
1: crazy. know kind of kind of keeping in the theme with Rod and he told us he can't tell us what's happening we ain't ready to tell y'all yet just know no, that no, not yet just around marchish Look for some big announcements, and around the summertime, Definitely. look for something huge to happen. That's that's Definitely. what we'll tell you in terms of the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. But always look for us every Thursday. Um, look for a bigger guest, and you know, you know, we out here shooting our shots.
0: So we are.
1: look out here for greater conversations. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. Um, bigger guests and just more fun. That's, I, I think that's I think that's honest.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, twenty twenty is gonna be great. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I, we're gonna do our retreat um our personal retreat where we go and sit down between the two of us and really just talk through what we want to do for the year so we're gonna mm-hmm. have that time um, we're going on vacation those that are podcast listeners you know that we take a vacation at the end of the year uh, we use that time to re- re- you know refuel yes you know, retreat from the podcast but we also take that time to come together as brothers and then say like what do we want to do for the for our listeners what do what conversations do we want to have so we really put we like, put real work intense, in Effort and work into this because we really care about the puzzle pieces. We we really do. Um, and I know you guys listen to these things. And we don't take it. I said all that really to say is that we do, We know that people out there listening and they give us they devote an hour or two to listen to this podcast. Yeah, for sure. And Josh and I, we don't just wake up, put these mic with headphones on, and just even though we probably could just, just start talking. But we really put yeah. time, energy, and effort into it, editing and shooting shots like josh said to people um to try to get them on here because we know that you all want to hear certain people so we try to do those things that we can uh, so i'm excited about that i just want to kind of add that into um that we do really work hard um and we uh, we we really put our best foot forward uh to make sure you guys have an enjoyable experience um so we're looking forward to 2022 it's like we can't talk about it yet but i tell y'all right now be on the lookout because it's gonna be it's, gonna, it's be, gonna be something.
1: It's gonna be something. It's gonna be great. Something. Um, but thank you for writing that in. That's that's definitely a different tone from most of the questions that come in. I appreciate that. We appreciate all the love. Appreciate the support. Um, Brian, if you have anything else to add, you want to get to a greater conversation? Uh, let's do it. Let's go. Let me talk.
2: All right, we are here at a greater conversation where Josh and I get some things off of our chest because folks be just doing wild stuff, right? Niggas be nigging, whites be whiting, you know, all the people doing all the things that they should not be doing. They got to be called out for it.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh,
2: So this is what we're doing at this point. Josh, do you have somebody who you would like to put in the uh, greater conversation?
1: Super quick, Chad, who sat two seats down from us at the Braves game, had on a full, full, full Braves uniform, walked past my brother. Now, Brian had on an L.A. Dodgers. I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just mm-hmm. wanted to make sure I was getting the right baseball team together. You're absolutely right. And um, and he said, What up? First off, I, I thought he said, What up, pimp? So I was yeah, like, Yeah, I thought I, he said that first, but then I, I was, was like, No, he ain't by that. It. And then oh, I, yeah, that's I said, Did he say, What up, pimp? And he said, No, he said, Kemp. And I said, Oh, well, I said, Well, who? Because the only kimp I know was just got paid. And, <laughs> you know, Friday night, party, yeah. jump, and I feel all right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Brian said, No, it's a black player for the LA Dodgers. And I said, Oh, hell no. <laughs> So then, yeah. beyond that, we would people. We would, I think they played the cha cha slide randomly.
2: Uh, yeah, and we got to
1: the part they'd be like, everybody clap, everybody your clap. Hands. Your hands. Everybody <laughs> doing a little slow clap, but Brian was God. doing like the he did the like church in between. Yeah. And dude looked at him and said something to the effect of, "Oh, I thought you would have more rhythm. You can't do that." And I just like, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> now <laughs> wait a minute, Chad. <laughs> now,
2: girl, enjoy the game. <laughs>
1: enjoy the lunch. <laughs> enjoy the lunch. Right. Now, I, I. I I support my brother in kind of playing it to the left because dude was drunk. He, he was, was drunk. drunk yeah, drunk, it could have went bad. And it could have went bad. Now, I was ready to throw. I was, I was cold, but I was ready yeah. to fight
2: if I needed to. Oh, yeah. And ready. you know me. You know I'm always ready for a I fight. I was ready.
1: But, you know, Clark <laughs> County is already racist. We're surrounded by whites. Oh, yeah. It They're been. drunk, and it would have been really bad. But I I just want to say, I don't care how drunk you are. Even if you're sober or whatever, it is never a proper time to associate any black person that you know with the only other black person that you know. Yeah. That is not cool. And do not come at me with your cultural assumptions. Now, do most black people have rhythm? Of course. But if you understood real rhythm, then you understand that Brown was still on beat. Was I was still doing the thing. He just slowed the clap down. So it, it was just all of these microaggressions, right, Yeah, and these just kind of inaccuracies around our culture and your interpretation of it that mm-hmm. was really, really offensive. And that's the kind of stuff we be talking about. Um, mm-hmm. So whether you are Chad at the Braves game or you are Karen in the office, like pipe it down, understand the ways in which that you are wrong and, uh, and just do better. Just do yeah, better. Do I'm gonna better. leave it at there because I could go way, 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 yeah. way, way deeper, but I'm just gonna leave it at there. Do better. Right. I want to save like, space for my
2: brother. Exactly. And you have the same game that we are. Like, we yeah,
1: we're on the same row. Like these seats all cost the same.
2: Right. And the niggas that, that were sitting next to us with the white sitting next to us, they bought my tickets.
1: Exactly. So. If you if you if, oh, uh, if, <laughs> if you want if you want it,
2: if you want it, I overcharged them. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so yeah, um, so yeah. Um, my greatest conversation goes to Virginia. Um, Virginia is a great, great place in my heart. Um, mm-hmm. My wife's from Virginia. My in-laws are from Virginia. Um, but they did not understand the assignment, and mm. it's not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not partisan. You know, of course, I'm really about just the people. But I do lean. I do lean Democrat usually, uh, due to just some ideologies and things of that nature. Um, but now they elected a um, governor, Governor Yunkin, Governor elect Youngkin, Youngkin um, who is really a moderate, but not really moderate. Um, Republican to where what he really did was he leaned on a lot of the racist topics, conversations that Donald Trump used, but but also tried to stand away from them, but also use them. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: and
2: mm-hmm. one of the things that he really leaned into heavily was critical race theory. And this is why I think Virginia oh, deserved a greater conversation. Go ahead. Just to give you all a little bit of education. Critical race theory is not a K through 12 curriculum. It's not if anything. <laughs> it can be something that can be taught in, in higher education, but it's not something that is now or ever be included in K through 12 curriculum, especially in the state of Virginia. So those that have been using it or have been talking about a critical race theory and stuff like that, it is not in part of the curriculum. Um, there was an ad that went out the basis saying that um, a, a child read beloved and was traumatized and I'm like, so you are traumatized by actualities, factual things as far as slavery, and again, you are trying to fight against but white kids history. knowing about <laughs> slavery no and, good
1: ancestors of theirs,
2: right? And let's think about this. This is in the state of Virginia, which was the 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 house. It was the um, capital for the Confederate Army, <laughs> like. If, if there's if there's any state, right, um, that needs to know this information, even though it's not within the curriculum, it's the state of Virginia. So a lot of you whites that kind of bit on to the critical race theory thing, because that was what he really, really pushed hard and a lot of people were afraid of white flight, white fear. He played into that heavily. He played into a lot of Donald Trump politics. And just to let you all know right now, I'm putting it out there in the atmosphere. These midterm elections, these elections in general are setting the stage for twenty twenty four. Yeah. Just to let you know right really now. 2022
1: 20, so, midterms as well. Yeah,
2: 22, yeah, midterms. So a lot of these elections are really setting the stage and, and and setting the tide for what happens in 2024. And I will let you know this now. If y'all don't get on y'all sugar honey iced tea right now, the orange man will probably be back in the White House. Like, y'all gotta get it together because mm-hmm. at this point he's basically, he's been proving that y'all really care about this dude. People voted for him last time. He almost won last time. Like like let's get it together because I don't want to live in a country where that's okay. I don't want to live in a country. I don't want my child in a country where racism, bigotry, misogyny, um, homophobia, um, just outright, all those things are just okay. Um, And then I have to worry about and be stressed out on top of other things about, you know, a child that I have in this world being black and being a woman, right? Mm -hmm. Having to deal with some things she shouldn't have to deal with. So, it's been a great conversation virginia you definitely suck um but i still love you i'll still be visiting there but y'all definitely let it a, let a, let the whole country down just so you know that
1: and with that being said understood and accepted i think that concludes another episode of the jigsaw podcast it does um as always we want to thank you for joining us each and every week for sitting here with your favorite casa Negros and talking through all the conversation all the conversation points that we have we appreciate you for supporting us in this show and all of our endeavors we want to thank you again for the live show um, we do had a really good time had a really Amazing really good time. time and we're thinking about ways on how we can reconnect with you all brian we yeah. didn't talk about insecure we did i just thought about we we'll give y'all a double dose next week
2: yeah I'll give y'all a double dose next too. week
1: because it was a good episode and bro i got the i got I got some opinions, but I won't get into it because we'll be—we don't have time. We 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 we, we ran and we ran over time, but um, but we also want to thank um Gerard of Black and Bowl. Um, thank you, co-founder of that great, um, great coffee brand, great coffee company. Appreciate him for coming and blessing the mic, sitting in the living room with us, and um, yeah, appreciate y'all. Love y'all to life, Brian. Let the people know what we got going on, and how they can keep up with us
2: yeah please 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 continue to follow us on all social media platforms facebook instagram check out our website the Jigsawpodcast.com. i am brian Hare. i am josh rogers the jigsaw podcast on ig please check us out make sure we all go to any type of podcast platform we are there we are there we are there we are there uh like us subscribe share um greatest us five stars or nothing at all make sure you leave a comment let the people know what you like if you have a friend or friend of the podcast that you want to be on the show go on their dms go on their page and say hey y'all should be on the jigsaw podcast do all the things i want to encourage you this week to share the podcast with somebody else let them know what it is and also support our guest um go to the different places either ben and jerry's target what have you to please please support
1: yes for sure
2: black business uh because this is the things that we do um, because that's what black people do we support one another Uh, before we leave josh let the people know what they should do you
1: should do all you can while you can in the very best ways that you can we're coming up on the end of the year y'all we're in the fourth quarter so we got to finish strong so as we always end the podcast by saying in all that you're doing in the midst of all of that do not get caught with your work undone with that being said we love y'all good night peace see you next week